Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here too. Yes, I am. We talk about DC Comics. Uh, coming up on this week's show, we will be discussing Batman issue 71, Superman 11, Justice League 24, Aquaman 48, and Naomi issue 5. It's a very quiet week for books. There's only five of them. Uh, which is why we will also have some questions from our listeners via the Twitters. And we have solicits to look through as well. So, you know, should should be a, a reasonable show, despite the, the lacking number of books. Uh, no. so, yeah. Thank God for solicits coming early now, right? No. Is it early? It was usually the, the Monday before. Yeah, before the third week, it was before the it was before the fourth week on a, on a four Wednesday month. So yeah, so getting them on the we're getting on the Friday before we used to get them. Okay, <laughs> that's fine by yeah. me. I, I just wasn't sure if it was uh, the, the the following Friday, so the, no, the later. Now. No, we're getting them the day they used to do the the previews. Okay, all right, all right. Probably because they were sick of them leaking because the previews catalog would be in retailers already. And yeah. all the pages would show up online, so we may as well just screw it. Might as well. May as well put the solicits out, so that it's our news story they're reading. This it's our our article they're looking at. Might as well. Not some other website. Anyway, uh, so yeah, DC Comics. Uh, we we talk about DC Comics every week, and yes, Matt's cracking his neck. I was doing that right before we started, actually. Yeah, no, I slept on my shoulder wrong like three nights ago, and it's been like level eight pain <laughs> since. And this is the first time I've had some relief, but then I just kinked it again. So yep, yep, yep getting yep. old's fun. Yeah, no, no pain from last night. I did take like two hours to fall asleep though. I was tossing and turning. Yeah. I wasn't even that warm, like. But it starts to get to this time of year, like, some of the reasons why I might not fall asleep right away is because, oh, it's just, it's just warm. So I'm, I'm warm and sweaty, and it's just, it's not happening. But last night was just, I don't know, just random. Yeah, that's right. You guys don't have air conditioners, right? No, they don't exist. Yeah, no. oh, that sucks. We, not, not on a, you know, private. I think one. we've talked about this before, but if you trace the history of air conditioning, you could see the explosion, like, the population explosion of the American Southwest. Because up until then, this... Flipping no, God no forsaken land. Yeah, because like you had a couple people, but other than that, they're like, nah, it's too hot. But then places like Phoenix, Arizona, Las Vegas, uh, like desert parts of California, like yeah, no one wants to live there. So uh, I couldn't. I don't know how you guys do it. Our friends that live in in uh, Seattle, they also don't have um, AC. So like. Yeah, it's weird. That's just weird to me. Yeah, well, Connor burned himself this week, so that uh, was Yeah, fun. I'm still dealing with it. It's all dressed up at the minute. Um, Would you burn yourself on the sun? <laughs> no, not yet. Give, give me a week. Um, no, uh, a, a tray out of the oven. Oh. I was cooking, and a, something happened, and I dropped it, and it landed on my arm, and off Ouch. came all the skin. Ouch. Yep. Especially yours. Yours is like, you know... I was right on the, you know, the uh, the inside of your arm, you know, where it's yeah. like, where where everyone's arm is the palest as well. But mine yeah. is, you know, pure, Extra. blinding white to look at. <laughs> Yours glows in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you always got to wear oven mitts that go. Oh, I did. Up that far. I, I, I was wearing oh, yeah. normal, but they don't. They weren't that far up. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe I just have short arms. 
Ah, dear. Yeah, so we were, we were recording something a few days ago, and Connor was just, like, in pain, like, through the whole review. It was delightful. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we, we'll start off with the solicits, then, shall we? Uh, which I haven't even looked at yet, because this is the thing. We recorded the show on a Saturday, obviously. The solicits just came out last night. I have not had a chance to even peek at these. So, this is going to be a, a nice journey of discovery. Uh, they've topped it with Batman Who Laughs number 7. I guess they wanted yep. to show off the final issue. Is it the final yeah. issue? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Seven's the final, um, and that leads right into the next one, which is Batman, uh, Superman by Williams and Marquez, which we've known about for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, and that's uh, that's on a week five, so this is a five-week month, mm-hmm. so we'll discover what else is on week five as we go here. Uh, Batman Superman issue one from Joshua Williamson, we talked about yeah. that in the news a couple of weeks back. It looks like that's a week two. Uh, oh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting that that's coming out before... Uh, the last issue of Batman Who Laughs. Well, no, because the Batman Who Laughs is solicited for the end. Of oh, is that July. the end of July? Yep. yep. Oh, that's uh, a good, 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 yep. good point, Matt. They've, they've solicited that in behind for July. Right. You're right. So Retro August. Solicit. So August. Because I thought the same thing when I was looking at them last night. Yeah. So August isn't a five-week month. July is a five-week month. Yep. Yes. Okay. So nothing else should be there. Yeah. Oh. Nothing else. Yes. Unless they've done a lot of retroactive solicits, which would yeah. be weird. Which which makes sense that they just slotted in on the fifth week because it was only supposed to be six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they extended it. So. Yeah. Um. So. And then another thing to to ignore, which is a, another Neil Adams <laughs> book. Yes. So, uh, Batman versus Razal Ghul issue one is out on the twenty first like, of August. I got super no excited. I have a morbid curiosity. Well, that was my thing. Is I got excited because I thought it was like a collection from the past. Like, oh, cool. They're they're you know reprinting old Denny O'Neill Raz Batman stories. And then I saw it written by Neil Adams. I went, oh no. Oh dear. So, yeah. yeah. That's a six issue miniseries, so uh, those who dare. Uh, we have Batman 232 Facsimile Edition. Um, that's the reprint. That, that's uh, the reprint. That that's, yep. uh, you know, Raz's yeah. first issue. There you Which go. Which I'll be picking this up just to have, finally. Like, I don't care if it's a facsimile. You know, sure, it all reads not? the same. Yeah, yeah. it all reads yeah. the same. Like, um, but, but yeah, those are, those are big ones that, that stand out um, of those. And yeah. then we get in in august the year of the villain specials we, we oh, got one matt, oh, we, that's jumping ahead yeah must jump ahead. what yeah. are you doing we don't need to go through every single book <laughs> like number two the last like three times <laughs> yeah matt, come on no. come and, on and you've jumped past like an issue one Ma- as well Ma- Ma's trying, yeah, yeah we don't cover we, i think we don't cover wildstorm i know but i think it's worth mentioning that they're relaunching wildcats yeah. with warren ellis that feels like something worth mentioning yeah. <laughs> Matt, let like, me steal the shit, Matt. You just, you just, no. you, you just. I want to get through this. You just. But we get five books, now. Matt. We get five books. <laughs> Calm yourself. I'm the captain now. <laughs> oh, look at Gary Green over here. Oh, uh, Gary Green is all the man we need. Um, so watch Legend of Tomorrow. You felt the heathen, and you will. Nope. I'm okay. So yeah, so Wildcats is you are going for more Ellis. That's the thing that's happening. Uh, second issue, Curse of the White Knight, which Matt also skipped over. Uh, but you're right, we do have Year of the Villain one shots. We got oh. two of them in August. Uh, the first one is Black Mask, and that is written by Tom Taylor with art by Cully Hammer. Hamner. Hamner, sorry, yes. Um, I know he gets really annoyed at people saying Hammer. So yeah. <laughs> look, you just you glance at it, you see Hammer. I wish my last uh, name was Hammer. 
he always <laughs> complains when uh, when he goes to conventions and the signs just say hammer. <laughs> you wish your last name was Hammer. I literally worship at the altar of Thor. <laughs> you imagine how much worse it would be if my last name was Hammer? Matt Hammer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the name of a PI. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so worth mentioning, this is a $5.40 page one shot. Yeah. That's Black Mask Book. But I mean, it's Tom Taylor, so obviously we're in. Yeah, I mean, even, even if it is on week two. And it's, yeah. Oh, dear. And, it, and it revolves around. Um, I think I read that Batwoman's involved in this one. Yep. Yeah. Says. I read that on another site, so um, that's cool. I like seeing uh, Tom Taylor sorry. write different characters. Uh, apparently, he's been in the Teen Titans secret prison for months. Sure. The Teen Titans have a secret prison. Yeah, we covered that on the first issue of that. The yeah. guy that took over. Oh, I never read that. That's fine. Yeah, no. Uh, Damien had a secret prison and we, locked away. We read Brother enough. Blood. We read enough to know yeah. that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Um, and then the other one, which is a week before then, uh, the first week of August, is Sinestro, and that is Mark Russell writing with Brandon Peterson on the art. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Mark Russell. I'm curious to see what he does because most of his stuff's been a little bit satirical, mm-hmm. like Flintstones. Yeah. Um, Wonder Twins. So to see him take on Sinestro. I will say, like, I don't know how enthusiastic I'd be about these villain one shots, but at least with these first two, like, oh, that's some that's some interesting creative teams. No, I'm mm-hmm. with you. If if it was just, oh, here's some one shots, yeah, and we're selling them just because it's Year of the Villain, I'd be like, eh, like if it was yeah. Sinestro Year of the Villain, Colin Bunn, right, and I'd be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, hard skip. I'm good. Yeah, like, but no, Tom Taylor. That's uh, you know, and it's got a the Tom Taylor one, Black Mask. Has a, a Mitch Jared's cover too, so like that is that, a nice cover. Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy that physically. Um, yeah. So, but the Mark Russell one maybe not with Sinestro, you know. Like, uh, we'll see. I do, I do enjoy Black Mask too. Like he's I feel like an underutilized Bat villain. Yeah. Like we can like I could see him against like Green Arrow and like so, other street level. Here's a question: Are we going to be getting like a couple of these a month, like for a year? Probably. Is that the plan here? I'm okay with that. I think keep up the quality of the teams. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's better than them dumping like fifty of them in one month, like they have done in the past. You mean yeah. like that villains month? Yeah, so yes, yeah, the villains month. I have far too many of those books. Mm. I read a lot of them. Some of them were pretty good, but there was a yeah. lot of shit as well. Yeah, more uh, shit than to be expected when there's fifty of the damn things. Yes, fifty-two to be specific. Which <laughs> was thirteen a week. That's right. That's right. Thirteen a week. Yep. Uh, so we have a couple of graphic novels. Uh, Black Canary Night, which is uh, I love Azumali Inc. book, whatever one one that is. <laughs> I can never remember which ones are Zoom and which it's, ones yeah, are. I can't yeah. tell which is which. It, it's the older kid one. It's the older kid one. Is. Right. And then we have Super Sons Book Two: The Foxglove Mission by Ridley Pearson and Eli Gonzalez. Yep. Uh, Meg Cabot and Carrie McGee were on the. Uh, the Black Canary one. Uh, so a couple, yeah, a couple of graphic novels. Then we have. Yes. Super- Oh. I was going to ask, has that Raven one come out with the um, one art? I always forget his I name. So. I know the, the Mirror one's out. The Catwoman's yeah. just coming out this week, right? Or last yeah. week? Yeah, it just came yeah. out. I think it just came out. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Piccolo. He's the Piccolo, that's right. Yeah. Thank you. I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> I love his art, though. <laughs> yeah. And then Matt's favorite book of the year, Superman Year One, issue two. Uh, I, I think it's hilarious that they still think it's coming out on time. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot. No, to be fair, they've given uh, advanced reviews to uh, a lot of publications this past week. Have they? So yeah, a lot of them were talking about it this uh, week. 
So issue um, one's definitely done then. <laughs> issue, issue one yeah. is done, yeah. Um, so I think at, at least it's starting on time. Yeah. Can, can we look at that? Uh, I think it's the, the Miller cover. Is it's it, it's it, Life Elf-esque and bad. Yeah, but is it... Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Still not worse yeah. than that one where you had the, the, the beer belly from last the last issue. No. But, no. yes, terrible. No. I, there is a morbid curiosity though. Can, can I just like oh. point out again that this is an eight dollar book? Yeah. Yeah. This is uh this is seven, you know the eighty page though, or whatever it is, sixty four pages. 64. The double length. Uh, it's the you yeah, know, every but, every two months. Yeah, but most of the other double books weren't eight dollars. They were. I mean, I guess that was when the other books were two ninety nine. So I guess that makes sense. But still. I think they. Um. They were. They were, weren't they? Were they not? No, like the Dead Man one and Supergirl. I'm pretty sure they were like uh, five ninety nine. Oh, fair enough. But I mean, I guess you like you say, you know, the the everything's three ninety nine now. So yeah, double means eight dollars. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Because it's two issues worth of content. It's still. Like, I'm, I'm just. Not... I'm just. I'm looking at it and I'm going. I so would you don't ra- want to read it at that price. I would pay eight dollars not to read that. That's that's fair. I was gonna ignore it. Like I was yeah. gonna keep keep. No. We have another facsimile edition, House of Secrets 92. Uh, who's, who's that the first one? Uh, thing. That's one thing's first appearance. Thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Titans Burning Rage issue one. This is another one of these uh, from the Walmart specials being reprinted in, in comic book, you know, monthly form. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan Jurgens. So uh, that's 4 like the other one. ones were. Looks like a yeah. classic team. Have yeah. We, have we yeah. Got no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy. I assume that's Dick. So, given the rest of the team. Well, yeah, you look at yeah. look at the the suit. It's very yeah. Um, so. Cyborg's notably absent though. Yeah. Yeah, oh. maybe that's part of the story. Yeah, maybe. But it also, but it also involves Hawk and Dove. So enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, but it is Dan Jurgens, so no, it I might not be terrible. So. Yeah, I'm going to try this when it comes out for the show. I'll, I'll try Burning Rage. Yeah. <laughs> it was a title in Burning Rage. It should be, Matt should be all over it, let's be honest here. All right. Uh, so from here, the books are alphabetical order, because basically everything we've just talked about is what they've chosen to spotlight. So yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of list things off and stop where things are interesting. Uh, Get Action Comics 1014, Aquaman 51. Uh, Robson Rocket is on the book with Daniel Hen- Henriquez, uh, that issue, which I'm noting because this week's issue was a different artist than normal, even though yeah. I do like uh, Bondanovich. Bondanovich. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to mention, as we get to this one, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the variants this month are cardstock variants for an extra dollar. Oh, right. Uh, okay. But I'm seeing that Milton one there, and I'm like, oh, oh, cardstock Milton variant. I might <laughs> have to get that. Yeah. It's definitely... Same Same goes for the Batgirl one, for the record. Yeah, the Batgirl one looks like a poster. I'm okay. Oh, let's look at the Batgirl they're, they're both kind of incredible. Yeah, I mean, his Batgirl covers have been... Absolutely next level. I mean, hell, I've, I've still, I've, I've got a Middleton Batgirl cover on my phone still. It is still yeah. there. Like it's not moved. Uh, Mine is a Bartel Cowboy Bebop. Thing. <sighs> Nerd. Uh, so, Baba Beyond still going. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, how? <laughs> oh, well, that's just. Well, well you yelled at me for skipping stuff, but you're skipping that Cecile Castellucci is official the new series writer. I'm back, girl. Oh, that already, though. Yeah, that was official last issue. Was it? Yeah, they yeah. confirmed it afterwards. Just on Twitter. Not solicit. Yeah, okay. Well, this is the first that I thought it was official. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's just not paying attention. 
<laughs> he's trying to get his back for pulling him up for skipping shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. not working. That's exactly. I believe in vengeance. Yes. There we go. But two Batman issues, seventy six and seventy seven, deep into the, the the city of Bane arc. Um, that first variant on the first Batman issue is particularly oh the Delotto one. Pretty yes. It's a cardstock one as well. Yeah, that, that's quite nice. That's quite nifty. Yeah, that's quite nifty. Uh, who's this Robin on this? I I well, don't know. That that's gonna be my my question. Uh, that's Flashpoint Batman and a, a Robin. Oh, with him. then that's Gotham Girl. It's Gotham Girl. It's yeah. Gotham Girl. Look at the style yeah. of it. Ah, yeah. Here's growing you... back. Uh, oh, so suddenly I'm I'm unenthusiastic again. I love it. I but, love it. But you know what though? It's like. <laughs> I thought we finished with Gotham Girl shit. No, but here's the thing. Oh. It, it, that's why it, it, it was um, what's that thing? I'm having a brain fart. Hell of a what day. you're looking for is it was bullshit. Well, that yes, but um, the gun. Check off. There we go. Check off. Check off. Gotham Girl. So check off. Brought Gotham her back. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brought her back for the Flash crossover because she was going to show up in City of Bane. There you go. See, it's perfect. Yeah. And that upsets Connor, but doesn't upset me is absolutely aces in my book. Yeah, but uh, it is. Uh, Batman now says issue four, so that's not been cancelled yet. That's good news. Um, we got <laughs> Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three issue four, books of Magic eleven, Catwoman fourteen. Uh, notably not I written. See it. Yeah, oh. Ram V's on that one again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which just kind of solidifies my choice for, you know, jumping away. Uh, Collapse of Two, I'm assuming that's a vertical book. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the young animal oh, one from oh, Michael Bay. Oh, okay. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, make way I see it. Yeah. Uh, Deceased Issue 4 is out. Well, speaking of covers, what's this Joker one with the the face ripped off? Oh, my. Is that the Matina one? It looks like a Matina, yeah. Um, Deathstroke 46, Dial H for Hero 6, that is the final issue of the miniseries, so that's out in August. Detective Comics 1009 and 1010. Uh, yeah, new arc um, with Deadshot. Yeah, Kristen Duss on the art for these issues, so see how that goes. Uh, Doom Patrol, Weight of the Worlds issue 2, that's the, obviously the next issue in the Gerard Way yeah. comic. Um, Dreaming issue 12, so the Sandman stuff's still going. We got Eventless Viathan issue 3, that's the Bendis event, issue 3 or 6. Um, I'm just glancing at the cover here. That's a pretty cover. I mean, it's, it, it pales compared to some of the variants we've been looking at, but it's, it's yeah, pretty. Yeah, but it's a solid cover. It's a solid cover. Solid. Yeah. Uh, Freedom Phases issue 8, uh, out of 12. It's Flash 76 and 77, of course, coming yeah, new out. New arc after year 1. Uh, Death of the Speed Force. Death of the Speed Force. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And will it stick? Uh, the Green Lantern issue 10. Grant Morrison's Reign of Terror on the Green Lantern line continues. Oh, but yep. look at that variant. Come on. Yeah. It's a nice variant. I'll give you variant. it. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you it. But I'm just saying, I would, it would just be nice to have an alternate Green Lantern book to enjoy. Hey, I'm with you. I'm happy. I would be down for having this and something else. We don't. I don't need just. I, just, I, mean, I like this to be wrong, but hey, give I, me another I, one as well. I might have to read this one now because of the multiple lanterns. I'm a sucker for that stuff. <laughs> twelve mm, parallel so. worlds, twelve Green Lanterns, one unstoppable menace. Uh, Al joins the Green Lanterns of the multiverse. Okay, I'm, I'm so into this. Where's my Tom Taylor Jessica Cruz book? Give me. I don't know. Give me a DC. Uh, Harley Quinn will never die so <laughs> that's out 64 no. it, it makes me sad that Schmidt is on that book instead of something that we read yeah, yeah. Hawkman 15 nice is out um, yeah Shadow Thief Returns 
Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Tying into Year of the Villain. Yeah, House yeah. of Whispers 12, Justice League's 29 and 30. Um, Justice that, Doom More starts in issue 30. Yeah. And I, that, just, that sorry, the Dodson's point, cover. Does a Star Road dream of an electric Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, Justice Doom More is an interesting title. Uh, de- definitely does not make me think we're, we're cooling down and having some quiet time between between big arcs. Uh, 20, 29 all. could be a quiet one, the Star Row issue. Oh, one quiet issue. Oh, that's so well, kind to yeah. me. Yeah, you got a little breather. Uh-huh. Uh, just a dark issue 14 is there, of course. Yeah. Cover by Gillen March. That'll be a cover of choice, obviously. <laughs> the variant's nice, though. Yeah, the that man yeah. bat variant is pretty nice, actually. <laughs> you know what, Gillen March? Oh, it's not, I thought it was an extra cardstock one. Here, pay. <laughs> I would have paid the extra dollar to not have Gillen March. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I thought they were doing. Yeah. Uh, Justice League Odyssey issue 12, and shockingly, it's still not the final issue, which I was really expecting. Oh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and it seems like this is where they were heading, that now they're the heralds of uh, the new gods. So... Um, yeah, it's a shame we don't care anymore, isn't it? No, I, w- I was just—I yeah. wish I did. I wish that book held me. Uh, yeah, no, I, that was genuine when I said that. It's really is a shame. Uh, we got Lois Lane issue two by Rucker. That's right. That, that book's still, still, still coming. Yeah, two of twelve. Lost for eleven. Martian Manhunter issue eight by Orlando. Um, I feel bad because Martian Manhunter and Freedom Fighters kind of get fell be- left behind by me just because they came out in busy weeks, and I, I did kind of want to keep reading them. Maybe I'll catch up at some yeah, point. Freedom Fighters, definitely Martian Manhunter. I'll probably wait till it's done. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't really argue. Uh, Nightwing issue 63 is out. Uh, still Rick Grayson. <laughs> yep. That's all we have to know. Uh, Pearl issue 12, Bendis' book. Had the final yep. issue of that, as, as it happens as well. Uh, Red Hood Outlaw issue 37. Scott Lobdell's record-breaking run on Red Hood continues. In what way is it record? What records exactly is it breaking? <laughs> it has to be getting close well, to a record now. He's been on that book. But you know, counting the New 52 run, he's been on that book for a long-ass time now. That's true. But he's been on that book for eight years. God damn it. He really has, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight continuous years. The only He stopped when he went to... He wrote something, and then Tynan took over for a short time. And then they got rid of the book until... Yeah, it wasn't continuous. Uh, there was at least a good no. a year without it. There was yeah. a year off? Okay. Still, okay, 7 out of 8 is still pretty. <laughs> he went and wrote that Doomsday book. That, uh, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm. They, they tried to, you know, uh, reboot Doomsday as not Doomsday. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. 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 Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Issue 100. Oh, it's a big, it's a big one. Yeah, they're going to Yosemite. <laughs> Do you know what I like about this book as well? What? It's still two ninety nine. Because yeah. obviously it's it's appealing to the kids. And it's like, hey, look, yeah. you know, we we get it. Here's a cheaper one for you. Yeah, yeah. Parent, parents buy your kids your book. That's fine. Uh, Shazam issue nine uh, is scheduled for August. Um, remember we were talking about the Wonderland, and we're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Reading this made me realize it's a combination of Oz and Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm there. Over the rainbow and through the looking glass into the upside down topsy turvy world of the Wonderlands. So it's going to be, it's going to be a yellow. Oh no, blue brick road. No, it's a blue, blue brick, brick road. road. Damn it! Yeah. I thought it would be more fair. I thought it would be like a yellow donut road or something with like that. <laughs> no. no, so 
Definitely means like Shazam's gonna start crossing over some okay. letters. I love characters. the regular cover of that. Yep, it's pretty that good. That is huh? amazing. They're both pretty good, honestly. The one he's eating the apples actually still. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. The other one's really nice as well. Yeah. Uh, it's Carrie Andrews, so solid. But the the style and what the the other one is evoking is just yep. next level. Do you see? You see the white rabbit with the axe. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> he's got a very mischievous look in his face as well, actually. Now you uh-huh. bring it up. Uh, Supergirl thirty three um, is out, and yeah. again, I'm just looking at that variant. It's not as good as some of the recent ones. Pretty no. nice though. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, and then we have Superman fourteen, of course, which is coming out. Uh, we have Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen issue two, Matt, the Matt Fraction book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teen Titans thirty three, uh, that's still going strong, uh, apparently. Oh. Uh, we've got Wonder Woman seventy six and seventy seven. Uh, we got Jesus Marino in the art for both of those. So you go. Yeah, one one of them's cheetah, and the other one we're dealing with um, more gods. We're getting her face. Yep. Yeah, there's a cheetah variant on that second one. Oh yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's, it's totally different to the usual prison covers, though, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Uh, terrific issue nineteen. It doesn't say final issue, Matt. We're still going. No. <laughs> and now I gotta get caught up still. Cause I still haven't read the one that I missed. Oh, you too, Matt. You too. Yeah. I will. I'll get to it. It's Yang. I like Yang. Yeah, no, so, it was good. It was good. Uh, Young Justice issue eight uh, is of course out. Uh, we got Batman Universe issue two, uh, Superman up in the sky issue two, Wonder Woman come back to me issue two. Uh, those are all the the Walmart reprints yep. uh, for for yep. the month. So there you go. And then I, that's I have a, a, a question on these Walmart yeah. reprints. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they've got the same page count as the regular books, but mm-hmm. they're all four ninety nine. Is this no ads, maybe because they, they maybe got... I think we probably questioned this when we first like got the solicits for them. I I don't I don't know. I assume it's no ads. It has to be otherwise. I would hope so otherwise, I'm feeling a bit ripped off by this. I mean, is the argument that the 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 one the, you know the hundred page things because they were like ten dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. They're up there, and they were a combination of multiple. Obviously, they had a lot so of reprints in them, them, but yeah, and this they're putting them together. So these are two of those issues. The main story. Yeah. Together. Maybe that's how they justify it. Well, technically, you sure. had to pay $20 to get the content here before mm-hmm. with all the reprint that's stuff. That's bullshit. I, mean, I agree I it's hope, bullshit, I but I'm just... just no ads. Yeah. And, well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe the page Whoa. count of those things was, like, a little bit over 10, so that, you know, the, the total combined was, like, 28 pages instead of the usual 20. Yeah, and that's maybe. why. Maybe that's why it is. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. We'll find out when they... When they launch, uh, there's these collected editions. I don't know if there's anything in here that you guys want to uh, point out. Elegy, the the Greg Williams, J. Williams Batwoman. Mm-hmm. It's being reprinted finally, so I am excited because I've been wanting to reread that for a long time. Um, I don't want to put Bat- a damper on this, but Batwoman I... by Rucker is the superior version. Yes, this, this is actually missing is issues. This this is missing issues, like the first version. Well, this is only. Yeah, there's only six. This is eight fifty four to eight sixty. Yeah, seven issues. So part, there's a bigger version called Batwoman by Rucker. Uh, that's got more issues really? in it. Yep. Yeah. Damn it. It is oh. reprinting some uh, some early booster gold stuff though. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? And it, oh, there it is. So. Uh, yeah. 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 So I mean, something big must be coming for booster, right? <laughs> you you <laughs> hope, you hope. Well, that's a hardcover as well. That booster gold book. 
Yeah, it's a 12-issue hardcover. It's, it's interesting, right. interesting. Uh, so, yeah. So, if, if you're interested in reading the Rocket Batwoman, I actually recommend avoiding this new trade and getting the, the bigger one. Get get yeah. Bat- Batwoman by Greg Rucker is the one you want. Um, and then you got a new deluxe version of Crisis, sort of. I wonder why. I wonder why that's getting reprinted this, mm. in the fall. When's that actually coming out? Because, obviously, these are a couple of months ahead, usually. September 25th, this is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Right as the uh, the new seasons are kind of about yep. to start for the new shows, yeah. Uh, Final Crisis Omnibus is getting reprinted. Very good. Jeff Johns, Green Lantern, book two. I'm happy to see that. Silver Age, book four as well. Happy to see that. Uh, all good things. Yeah, there's not a lot of huge surprises in this um, section, but, I mean, there's a lot of solid things just oh, kind of ticking along. Just League of America, The Wedding of the Atom and Gene Loring, hardcover. By Englehart and Conway. That's, that's, a meaty, mm. that's a meaty hardcover. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Very nice. 400 plus pages. There's a Stargirl by Jeff Johns book, uh, which is just collecting the Stars and Stripe series, 0 to 14, and then the one issue that related to her of uh, GSA All Stars. Yeah. And it's got the uh, the, the actress from the, the show on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can tell what they're aiming for here, can't you? Yeah. So fair enough, and Joe, you know, Joe, you know I'm like, I'm, I am liking the reprint omnibuses every once in a because they're doing Superman Golden Age book one again as a reprint, and well, I'm not, I'm not interested in buying the Golden Age stuff. I'm actually really Just glad to keep them accessible for yeah. people. Yeah, I, I hate, I hate books going out of print. I hate it. It's the, yeah. it's the bit yeah, of they existence. are doing a, a Wonder Woman by Gail Simone omnibus. Yeah, yeah. here's here's hoping that there's a, a a Watchmen trade paperback new edition. Of course there is. There's one of those every three months. <laughs> yeah, not right. <laughs> But no, uh, there you go. That's the sources. So that was nice and thorough. I didn't take too long, Matt. Nope. <laughs> he sounds so happy. <laughs> All right. Well, because uh, because it's a quieter week, because we have less less actual books to talk about, we do have some questions from the twitters, and. I think first and foremost, we'll start with the one that kind of get asked multiple times, where someone, you know, hold on, let me just get the, the, the correct names here. So, you know, from at the Karate GM, uh, if you were writing a Justice League book, what would the tone of the book be and who would be on the team? And then uh, at, at Scott Revels uh, gave us a really in-depth version of, of building a Justice League team. And then mm-hmm. talking Superman, the, the, the scandalous menace that he is, uh, asked another question, but then said, oh, but the real question is, who would be on your Justice League team? Uh, did, did we not do this before? We did a draft. We always do this. Yeah, we did a draft. This one's a little bit different. Scott Revels has actually yeah. given us, like, rules. <laughs> uh, it's it's basically create your D&D Team. Yeah, so so basically these are the ones to go with. So there's two parts to this. One is that we have slots that we have to fill. So we have powerhouse, powerless human, female badass, comedic hero, heart of the team, wild card, um, and then give examples for each. So powerhouse, Superman, Batman is a powerless human, uh, Wonder Woman's female badass, comedic hero is a Flash, heart of the team, Martian Manhunter, wild card, hot girl. Right, that, that was the example. So and his definition of wild card is someone you wouldn't expect to be on the team. Sure. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man. Now. No. Hell yeah. So, and then the other thing is, uh, let me just read the rules here. Uh, right. So, create your own seven-person Justice League. Except the two other hosts can block you from picking two heroes. A total of four blocks per host. So I get. So we just get to block two for someone else. Mm-hmm. 
This sounds convoluted when everyone else just wants to hear our Justice League. <laughs> no, but I like this because it makes it interesting. I know, I like the rest of the yeah. rules. Like, okay, we'll yeah. fill the categories, but... Oh, and the one... the one Because I'll give six examples here. The other, the, other exa- the other slot is a Green Lantern, which doesn't need explaining. Yeah. That's, that one's obvious. No. <laughs> um, so what, we could just, like, all right, go through each of those categories and pick one person each. But, but then... Matt then wants, how do the blocks work? Yeah, Matt's, Matt, Matt wants the veto powers. He wants to space it up. Right, I like it. Uh, it just that ruins the whole thing for me because it's no fun. <laughs> no, it doesn't because it's like, well, this isn't my team jealous. anymore. <laughs> well, yes, it is. It makes you so. Imagine you, you're given a, a Justice League book, but Editorial's like, all right, I like this team, but you can't use these two characters. Who are you gonna sub in there? All right, I will use my first block to block Matt from using Superman. On any of them? That's bullshit because he can fit into three of those things. Yeah, you pulled a character. You can't use Superman. He's not available right now, man. Fine, Supergirl. Boom, done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to use one of my blocks to Pete. He can't use Jessica Cruz. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) We're just doing blocks right now. We're just doing blocks right now. We're not not picking (laughs) things. Right. Let's just pick what Matt's getting blocked from. I'm blocking Superman, and I'm going to also block... Guy Gardner. Connor, who are you blocking for, Matt? I am abstaining from blocking, so just... No, you two. can't. No, spoil Connor, on. don't spoil the fun. Yeah. I don't care. Pick two people. Pick, Pete, pick two more. Oh. No, don't do <laughs> no. that to him. That's how you create tyrants. Matt, you're going to pick two more for him. No. Because that's not fun. Because that's just me and Pete... Kicking each other in the nuts. Like, yeah, no. and then me and I Matt kick get you to, in the nuts. Yeah, and then we get to pick stuff for you. I'm still gonna get to do that. Just, just... I just can't be bothered to think of people. Uh-uh. Go on, block block two characters, Connor. Stop at a spoil spot. No, just pick two more. I don't care. Oh. All right, Connor's not playing that apparently. All right, I'll Matt, who you block? I don't care. Blocking. Who are you blocking for me? I'm blocking uh, Batgirl and. <gasps> which well, which, and which Batgirl? Hold on. Let's... Jessica Cruz. What's which Batgirl? Um, clearly, Batgirl as a, as a mantle. No, 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 it, it's, it's Babs. Because yeah, okay. and I'm not counting. We're not counting uh, Steph as Batgirl. She's spoiler. So, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa! We're rewriting rules of reality here. We, we... No, I mean, no, right no. now she is spoiler. Mm. So if that's the case, if you're blocking uh, Superman, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you blocked future. Uh, you know. <laughs> Future when John. I say Superman, you damn sure yep. know well I mean proper yep. so, regular Clark Kent Superman. Don't you start. Yeah. Don't you start. All right. So, Babs and Jessica Cruz. Oh, God. He's actually having to write it down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I've blocked Superman and Guy for you. Okay. All right. Well, says Connor's forfeited his blocks... It's tough titty. We get a block four for him. So, Matt, yeah. who would you like to block from Connor using? He can't have Zatanna. Really? All right, no Zatanna. I will block. I gotta write these down now. <laughs> no, no, no. For, for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will block Connor from using. Wally West. 
Rachel. And we start seeing Connor to go, all right, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I am home. But what's your next block? Um, for Connor? Yep. Zatanna and you did Wally. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where else is his... his... Mm. He likes guy like I do, so I don't want to do that to him. That's fine. I'll pick guys mm-hmm. my second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No guy gardens any of these Justice Leagues, damn it. <laughs> Pete hates gingers. No Wally, hey, no guy. I'd, I'd, blo- yes. I'd block him from Jason Todd, but let's be honest, he's not going to pick Jason Todd anyway, so... No. <laughs> hmm. Let's go away, kitty. Do, 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 oh, do, 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 do. Uh, Shazam. Shazam. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now I'm assuming we can overlap here. This is not a draft. This is just we have yeah. these blockages and all on that. We can we can do it like here. Uh, so we'll just take it by category then. Powerhouse map. So my powerhouse is going to be Supergirl because we need usually Kryptonians right there. So um, I I want her there. All right. Supergirl. Connor, powerhouse. Uh, I'll take Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. I'll take Superman. (laughs) Of course you will. She should be the powerhouse. All right, Matt. Powerless human. Um. Hmm. Who in the Bat family can I take? <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But who, who do I like more out of out of all of them? Um. If I say Dick Grayson, this is none of this Rick Grayson BS, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give classic Nightwing. There. Yeah, okay. Alright, Connor. Um Blue Beetle, Ted Cord. Oh, that's an interesting Good one. Because that locks in another one for later, so we've got a nice easy duo. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who he's picking for one of the other slots. Um, Can you tell I'm tired? Yeah, let me be a little bit. Uh, my powerless human shall also be Dick Grayson, because, you know, yeah. obviously. All right. Um, female badass, Matt. So um, this one's tough, because I, I was going to throw in a character there, and I decided I, I wanted to use it for one of the other categories. Um, so I can either go Wonder Woman or Katana. So I think I'm going to go Katana here. Swings a sword. Pretty badass. Katana. Connor? Yeah, I'll go Wonder Woman. Also swings a sword. <laughs> like yeah, that. That's, just wanted that's to what it came that, down to. That, that seemed to be Matt's deciding factor there between the two. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's easy it would be to pick a couple of certain ones. I think I'm going to be more interested here and go with Black Canary. Mm-hmm. That, that was another idea. Shake it up a lot, but I don't, I don't want two super characters. They make it a bit more interesting. Um, all right, what's next? 
comedic hero, Matt. I'm going Starfire. She's always the best when she's used as that awkward wedge. And I could have used her for powerhouse. I could have used her as badass, but I, yeah. I went with comedic. Yeah. Uh, Connor? Well, I'm, I'm going to boost the gold just so I've got blue and gold there. and, and it's Yeah. Good. I am going with Robot Man, Cliff Steele. Sure. sure. You can tell someone's been enjoying Doom Patrol. <laughs> As he well should be. He was in contention for a daytime Emmy. <laughs> uh, forgot about that. <laughs> what are you going for Heart of the Team? Uh, so I, I just realized I created a, a theme with my Justice League team, so I had to change some things on the, the ones going down. Mm-hmm. Part of the team's going to be Flash, but it's Wally West. Okay, Wally. Connor? Uh, this is where I will put Dick Grayson. Ah, there you go, there you go. There you go. Um, and then for Heart of the Team, I... I'm... I just realized what I did. And it, it's on brand. Uh, so I had to fill out the rest of them. <laughs> you got Wally Starfire and Dick Grayson. <laughs> He's made a time. You guys guess who's coming up? I did, didn't I? <laughs> uh... um, I? I am going to go with Stargirl mm. for the heart. Mm. Might be an interesting team. All right. Uh, Wild card. I know we'll save that for last. We'll do Green Lantern first. Uh, Matt, yeah. pick a Green Lantern. So I, I, I would. This is where a guy would go. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, who else? And I, I originally, I originally had Kilowog, but then I was like, ah, oh, oh. he can't get off of Oa. He's too busy being a drill instructor. So who do we have? Who's not doing anything? Kyle Rayner. <laughs> Wait, Matt's actually picking Kyle Rayner. Yeah, picking <laughs> Kyle Rayner. <laughs> this is a Titan scene. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so but we're getting rid of it's the ion suit we're getting rid of that stupid crab mask all right oh okay. he's got the ion city. yeah he's you know just, he's, he's feeling just, that. just buy a birthday cake and smear shit all over it why don't you um connor what's your uh green lantern um i could uh, yeah, I'll take Jessica Cruz. You don't, yeah, why not? Pete can't, so I might as well. <laughs> Someone has to. Mm. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, All she right. is. Little, little, little did Jeff Johns know that a character he would set up in Shadow as this massive threat would become a a you know near and dear member of the DCU. Yeah, she, was, she was the star of the latest movie. Yeah. So Matt almost tempted me to go with Kilowog because I like the idea of having a big yeah big Kilowog in size dude yeah. on team, but I'm going with Kyle. Who will be in his crab mask, uh, for the record. Uh, which leaves the wild card. You guys ready for this? You guys ready? You, you guys thought I would go booster, right? Because originally that's what I did. Uh, and be, then you've changed it to a more titans character. It's Beast Boy, in Yeah, it? <laughs> it's Beast Boy! <laughs> uh, well, it was Beast Boy or Cyborg. Or Raven. Could have been Raven. Could have been, been Raven. But no, uh... Yeah, so I'm I'm going Beast Boy. He he's the wild card. All right. Um. So, Connor, what's your wild card? Uh, this one's tough. There's a few options on this one. More, more so than that. I feel like the others are. There are a lot. Uh, 
Because this is just kind of open. Right? Yeah, this one's open. This is an open slot. Um, who have I got already? Have you been writing it down? Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. You got Martian Manhunter, Blue Beetle. You got Wonder Woman, Booster Gold, Dick Grayson, and Jessica Cruz. You're missing a speedster. Yeah, I'm not going to have a speedster. <gasps> I know, because you can have Wally. Make it up, Jesse, quick. I could, but I'm just, I'm just not bothered about having a speedster. Um, oh, man. Hey, I'm not doing this about balance and power. I'm doing this just to carry. See, I got, record. I got, I got a, a Kryptonian. I got a Gothamite. I got a sword swinger. I got an alien that shoots, you know, solar blasts. I got Matt, a speedster. I just want to make it clear: our Justice Leagues are not fighting each other. <laughs> oh, no, I know, but they I'm can. They share members. Right. You know, like I'm looking at at the threat, and and I'm I'm covered, and then Beast Boy's there just cracking jokes. <laughs> Turn it into bears and elephants. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Starfire on this one because yeah, I like Starfire. Oh. All right. See, so I was also tempted to go Poison Ivy. Right? Heroic version. Oh, there you go. She, she's not a Titans member like Beast Boy is. They're both green. I mean, he's <laughs> <laughs> I've got Superman, Dick Grayson, Black Canary, Robotman, Robotman, uh, Starfire, sorry, no, Stargirl, rather, uh, and Kyle Rayner. Oh. He's so bad at recognizing Starfire, he, he <laughs> thinks other people are her. Yeah. So, my wild card. Hmm. Cassandra Kane. There it is, the other Batgirl. I knew, I knew that's where it was coming. She's good. I was tempted to put her on the, the badass, too, but I went with Katana because she has a sword. And yeah. the sword talks to her. So what have I got power levels here? I've got Superman, who's, you know, just everything. Um, Dex not got powers, obviously. Black Harry's got a scream. Robot Man's a robot, so he can take a beating, but he's not necessarily super special in terms of abilities. Yep. Uh, Stargirl's got her staff and, and whatnot. Uh, Kel's a Green Lantern, and then Cassie's another powerless hero. So, you know, I'd say it's about mid-level overall, with a couple of heavy hitters sort of pulling them up. Are you going to go through all the teams like that? <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, let's look at Master. We got Supergirl, Nightwing, yeah. Katana, Starfire, Wally, Beast Boy, and Kale. Um, yeah, you've got a Kryptonian, you've got Starfire, yeah. you've got a Speedster, and you've got a Green Lantern. I mean, you, you've you've got a, yeah. a lot of heavy hitters there. I think in terms yes, of power levels. And and again, we 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 look at our our personalities. I'm I like to think I'm the type. If we play D and D, I'm I'm the tank guy. Oh yeah, always that runs in axe. I don't think. I ain't got time for backup. Every time. You know, whereas, whereas yeah, whereas Pete's like, you know, I'm going to be rangy. I think he could be a wizard. Yeah. He could be a ranger, you know. You know, I don't know. And then Connor. Connor's definitely the magic user. He's he's a <laughs> See, guy. See, you that... make me want to reread the first arc of Die, because Matt is the fool. Uh, in, if what? we die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't he, appreciate it. He gets it. The fool in, in Die's character classes oh, the fool is the guy who runs in and yep. as long as he's not thinking about what he's doing and he's just doing right. whatever the hell comes to mind right. he's perfectly safe he'll never get touched yeah. so oh, matt, matt is like a successful leroy jenkins is what you're saying yeah exactly yeah. oh my god that meme changed my life <laughs> i still look and laugh and i still when it's time to go to work and we don't have a plan i will yell leroy jenkins <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> 
Like, oh. like we were cleaning up after the award ceremony yesterday morning, and I was like, I don't know where we're going, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Carlos get Martian. I like my, I, I like my team. Yeah. Carlos get Martian, Manhunter, Blue Beetle, Wonder Woman, Booster Gold, Dick Grayson, Jessica Cruz, and Ivy. Okay, three, three heavy hitters. I feel like we all have like three heavy hitters, give or take. Um, Matt's maybe got a little bit more, but um, but interesting teams. Feel free to tell us which team you think is yeah, is the yeah, best yeah. team in the I was, comments. I was robbed. Had had I been able to have Superman and Guy, it would have been even more heavy hitter. Oh god, yeah. Think about that. You could have had Guy. You just self imposed no. this restriction because he wasn't a Titan. No, I couldn't. No, I blocked guy. blocked guy. Oh, did you block Guy? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I blocked Guy from both teams to make sure Guy wasn't anywhere on these lists. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so. a that's an extra level of petty hatred. <laughs> it is. Uh, what were some other quicker questions that uh, took up a bit? Yeah, we got other questions. We could fly through some other ones. Um, where are we? Where are we? All right, here's here's an interesting one. Uh, from let let's talk. Uh, cold. I think the full. Oh, let me get the full handle. Mm-hmm. Let's. Well, t- I got one from cold. him too that we can do at the end. Yeah, and me specific. In terms of threat level, what is your DC villain power ranking? We need to do top five. Yeah, I mean, top three, top five, something like that. I don't know. Just who... uh, pick, pick one. All right. You know who I'm leaving off. Well, Darkseid has to be like. Well, Darkseid is. Darkseid's off the table. You know. <laughs> he's off the table. He's he's, 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 he's off a the table. Category is what that's. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. He's like, like an active nature. And, and, and anti-monitor's got to be pretty high. Yeah, like those cosmic level. So we're not counting cosmic level. We're just doing like Earth, like well, not maybe Earth space. Oh, but... okay. I, I was, I was still thinking, right? Antimonitor's got to be, you know, top two or three. Yeah, because I'd have put, I'd have said, you know, Antimonitor, Darkseid, uh, we're up in that order. Yeah, yeah, probably in that order. Yeah. Although uh, I could definitely see Darkseid trying to give the Antimonitor the Omega Sanction. I mean, he can try. Yeah. So. Um, well, actually, no, no. The other two and three. Number one is Dan Dedio. Wow, duh. <laughs> well, one A, one B. Didio Lobdell. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Lex is really high up for the Earth-based villains. But, but, uh, but Lex, in Lex, not in power levels, but well, well, not that's the question, one, isn't it? Not in superpower no, levels. It's, it says power ranking. Yeah. Power, power ranking. ranking. Yeah. So that's the power ranking is just like yeah, it doesn't so necessarily like superpowers. Sport. That could mean yeah. It's... No, no, but I I, thought, I figured power ranking meant as in like okay, how strong are they? Like no, like... no, 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 no. I no, think no. they mean like like when you read power rankings of like football teams, right? Not necessarily the team with like the highest record is the top. It's it's who has the most impact, you know. So can you tell that's how I read these power rankings of football teams? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> or hockey never for that matter. That. Yeah. yeah. No, let's like. Lex, I don't know if he'd make top five himself because once we start bringing Dark Side, the Anti Monitor, <laughs> I don't yeah, know if Lex yeah, necessarily that, merges up to the, them. The Force of Nature guys, like even even Doomsday, I put off the table when I thought about this question. Okay, sure. You know, and and you're you're so, thinking villains who regularly interact with the heroes who. Yes. Okay, yep. so if in that case, you're probably looking at something like Lex and Sinestro. Um, okay. We doing three or five. Joker's an interesting one because we could do five just to make it an, more, okay. more interesting beyond the, the obvious ones. But Joker's a weird one. Like he, he's probably the most dangerous. I don't know if he's necessarily got the most power. If that makes bizarre sense. I I always look like 
He's not going to go into Metropolis <laughs> and try to, to mess things up. Whereas Lex will definitely try to go to Gotham and mess things up. Like, 30 seconds ago, Matt was like, it's about how much impact they have on the characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but... That's the criteria. But again, the it's subjective, top. though. So, like, to me, Joker's five, right? <laughs> just because I don't find him that much interesting as I do the ones above him. Oh, I think he's very interested. I just, like... When yeah. I think of power rankings with, with the villains, I think of like a hierarchy almost, and I think Joker's almost outside of it because he doesn't care about how much power he has. He just he just is what he is. I don't know, like whereas whereas Lex and Sinestro and characters like that, they're they're kind of trying to gain things. So, they're so trying I, to conquer or gain wealth or so whatever. My my one, two, and three were, were Lex, Thon, and and Ra's al Ghul. Oh, Thon's a good one. Thon, yeah. Like Thon, yeah, yeah. like he that dude wouldn't change time just to prove like he is the big villain and everything. And then I'd probably have Joker in four and then, you know, five, I don't know, maybe Captain Cold just because what he represents the central city Condiment and King. the Flash in general. Huh? Condiment King. This, this, this makes the, the criteria for this question seems to be changing within that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's different from doing favorites because if I was doing favorites, I'd probably put Joker at number one. Although that said, I'm a little bit sick of all the Joker stuff they're doing recently. But... Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even saying it is favorites. Yeah. But if it was impact, Cold shouldn't be that high. Yeah, but it's for for me. He is because of again what he represents to to Central City. He's this blue collar. I just want to rob people, right? But sometimes that goes sideways. <laughs> You know, like I feel that's an impact on the Flash because how does Flash treat Cold? Is an impact? I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if my definition of power ranking here agrees that Captain Cold should be in the top five. I, I think the problem is we all have different um, <laughs> different interpretations of what power ranking means, and it's really leading like, to a bit of a kerfuffle here. I mean. Yeah. I mean, if, to, if, you, like if you trying to power rank wrestlers, you really can't do it. Yeah, if you look at this purely from like a value perspective, like who's the most valuable at DC, then Joker is actually number one in terms of power right. ranking. And um, then Lex right there behind him. Yeah, and Lex, he's yeah. Main, you know. So. Yeah, and and then you'd probably put Darkseid. He's probably more the most well known after that. Like, because any monitor will we think he's one of the most deadly and devastating, you know, in comic dom. He's he's like our entire yeah. universes. Yeah. But he's not he's not like general knowledge knows who. Knows who he so is. Probably up there based on that, if, if it's perception yeah. and value, uh, Zod is probably up there. Oh, yeah. I feel like Zod, he might not quite go above Dark Side now, but he he would be in the the most known top five yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, I'll sub out Cold for Sinestro just to make Connor happy. It's, it's really difficult to say who's like known now. I feel like the TV shows have mur- murkied up because so, I feel like you know a lot yeah. of people watch The Flash. They know who Thon is now. <laughs> like maybe Thon is more well known than I give them credit think, for. But you've got okay when you when you know okay, but more people watch the movies and know who Bane is. True, true. I mean, let's be honest. More people know who Batman villains are more, than more of the other DC yeah. villains. Well, this, and this, that's why I always yeah. say like that's never my criteria. What's yeah. more, what because I remember years and years ago getting into an argument with a friend who wasn't really into comics, but he said that Batman has the best rogues gallery. And I was like, I actually prefer Flashes. And he's like, well, you're wrong. Flash sucks. And I was like, okay, let's pump the brakes here. But, but it is true, though. I mean, I, I imagine on average, there's more people who know mm-hmm. 
Riddler, Two Face, and Catwoman. Right. More than that make them the public better? consciousness since this. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously yeah. there's an yeah. obvious reason for it. I'm not saying it's like just this right. miraculous thing. I'm just saying, like if you're doing power rankings, like Two Face probably does rank higher than someone like Zod. Not because I think he should, just because yeah. more people know who Two Face well, is. I, I do think he should. He's my favorite Bat villain. So. You like, you like Two-Face more than Zod? This is a terrible question yes. in what it has done to us. No, no it's a great question because like it's, it's, it's caused uh, conversation. Yeah. This is... No, no, well, this in, is... In, in just the chaos it's caused amongst us. The chaos well, is yeah, this is, this is what I This is like what, what Game of Thrones has done. Whereas, yeah, sure, you might hate what's going on, and uh, I'm not going to talk about that, but it, it's caused discussion. And yeah. I think that's greater it's, it's than... It's caused a bunch of babies making hey, petitions. Hey, I, I actually... I got to tweet about Game of Thrones this week because, yeah. because you know, like... All, all the hubbub about what was happening and i've not watched it since early season two i, I hate the, i hate the show it's yeah. boring as shit to me but i sympathize with game of thrones fans as a dc comics fan i know what character assassination feels like so yeah. i can sympathize yeah. yeah this wasn't done with a bullet through the head but you know yeah uh rick i was actually thinking of wally but yeah rick grayson sure <laughs> sure i'll take wally too well it's the same thing it's it's here. We're doing something. We need to wrap it up. Let's let's do this. Okay. And that's never a good reason to do anything. Ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, um, all right. And, so as well, the questions. Then we'll get off this. This power racket. Less controversial questions. <laughs> less controversial. Okay. From at Doctor DC, uh, you're hired to write the exit of a famous hero. Who do you? How, how do you do it? And who takes up their mantle, if anyone? Do I do it? Go on. Do I do it? Do it. Well. Yeah, you know, Dick, yeah, the Rick Grayson stuff never happens, mm-hmm. right? And and we get Dick as Batman again. Yes. And and Bruce gets to go be happy, you know, and go do whatever, you know, not be Batman. Okay, it's easy to say Dick so, takes the mantle, but here's the question: how how do you rate Batman yeah. out? What, 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 what? I I I just said think, it. No, no. See, I could never accept that. Like, oh, Bruce just goes and be yeah. happy. Nah, yeah. No, it doesn't. No, that's, that, that's where King. That's where King's going in issue 100. I'm telling you this now. He's been and, teasing and I, things. He's he's been on the 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 websites this past week teasing. He has. And if that's the case, I will be happy about the outcome in that we're gonna mm-hmm. get dick bats because that's the best bats. Yeah. Um, but Bruce doesn't go away and be happy. That's not Bruce. They do until until someone kills Dick. And, and he's asked to Stop take up the mantle. Video ideas. <laughs> look, look. Let's stay away from Batman because Batman's just the obvious answer that we can all just so, throw out Dick Grayson immediately. Do I do the other one? Is is Wally fixes fixes himself, and, and Barry goes into the Speed Force, and now we get Wally as Flash again, full time. What? Well, why is it? Mass answers are all just. Here's the thing that happened before. I want this to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suspect that is a reasonable percentage of comic fans. Okay, okay. Let's do something interesting. How do you? These are comedy answers. I don't mean many of these. How do you kill off Wonder Woman, and then who do you pick to replace her? Right. I'm going to be specific here with some of these, just to okay. force some good answers so, out of you. Here's mine: is that uh, Wonder Woman dies in battle, whatever, whatever some big event is. It's the gods come to Earth. Can I can I add something? On? Can I add something to this? She she dies in battle to save mm-hmm. Chia. Yes, that's fine. That's Can, fine. Yes. Does she yeah. have to die? <laughs> yes. Because my scenario for Wonder Woman is not a death. Okay, that's 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 just fine. You can write her off some other way. Okay. Matt can carry on then. 
Okay, so so she dies in battle. She saves Barbara Ann, right? And and so you know who's who's gonna pick up this mantle of of defender of freedom, and and whatever she is, you know, ambassador. And Donna Troy's not doing anything, right? So <laughs> right, she needs purpose. So she takes Diana's mission, and she goes on. And her and Barbara Ann almost have like this. It's kind of almost like uh, like like Bruce and Terry on Batman Beyond, right? With with Barbara Ann kind of helping keep the memory alive of Wonder Woman, you know. And sometimes she has cheetah outbursts, or she has to keep keep contained, you know. But she's on the side of the angels now, and Donna Troy is the new Wonder Woman. All right, that's not bad, not bad. Yeah, you yeah. get one for Wonder Woman there as well, apparently. Uh, I'm less concerned with who takes the mantle. Donna Troy, fine, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exit, uh, I I would do. You know how, uh, you know, we had the whole thing where she was a god not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would kind of do that where she ascends to to godhood, not god of war, because I think that's a bit, right. you know, messy. God of um, justice, Scott Snyder, get on it. <laughs> oh please, uh, but no, seriously, I think she she uh, she has to ascend to godhood and. You know, take a seat in Olympus, and sure, she'll appear every so often and interfere in the same way that some of the other gods do. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be her running around as Wonder Woman. Here's here's okay. the book I want based off of that. Now, I want Olympus to be like a boardroom, right? And <laughs> it's, and, isn't it and anyway? those, huh? Isn't that what it is anyway? I mean, yeah, but actually, do do those tropes. Do, Zeus is your Zeus. CEO. Yeah. Right. And it's them trying to, to to manage things, and she's the new person they're bringing in. You know, she's you know she's been down there with them. She oh, she man. has the perspective. And here's the thing: we know from Greek mythology that they can just raise people to godhood uh, yeah. de- who are who are demigods already. Which right is she still Arguides? a demigod? Yeah, Zeus is still she, her she's dad. She still that right? Okay, so we know um, Dionysus right uh, was raised to godhood. Uh, was right. a demigod was raised to godhood. Uh, so we can do that with her and can create a new position in the same way that it was for. for Imagine him. loving drunken debauchery so much that they make you the god of drunken debauchery. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, you, know, you said that oh, you're the, the god of justice. And yeah. Sure, you could do that. Uh, truth would have worked for, for Diana too. Yeah. Um, you know, but the idea of you no, know, we'll raise her to godhood as a reward. Yeah. I want this book now. I like it. Mm. So. I would basically just recreate Titanic with Barry and Iris, and at the end of Titanic, <laughs> Bar- Iris is just too selfish to let Barry up on the door, so he drowns and freezes to death. Yeah, but here's the problem with that: is he keep his legs moving at super speed and stay warm? Those power dampers on the Titanic. Okay, <laughs> he is propeller man, which is I don't don't at me. That's the best part of Titanic. The dude falls, dings off the propeller. Thirteen year old me loved that part so much. He's just he's at the front of the ship, so he's the king of the world, and then uh, and then Dark Side snaps his fingers, and Titanic splits in half. Uh, all right, I think you're crossing oh, cultural. Oh, Matt, you're right. Your mic's going. That that was not the story I was expecting. <laughs> um, I'd also I'd, I'd have Superman. Yeah. I'd, I'd I'd have him leave it to to Kara, right? And she gets a new name, not Supergirl, Superwoman, like some other. But you know, she he goes off to retire to be with Lois. All right, I'm going. I'm going to give you something just, a bit more interesting, right? I'm going to. I, I don't know how I'm writing out Batman necessarily. He goes out in a blaze of glory. He does whatever. He's off being happy, or whatever. 
his replacement is Cassandra Cain. That's fine. Cassandra Cain like is it. Batman. Does she have a cape? Does she want a cape? Because, I mean, that was one of my favorite parts of when when uh, Tom- Tomasi was writing. Was it Tomasi? Someone was writing Batman when, when Bruce had left. And Gordon said that he could tell that it was a different man in the suit by the cape didn't seem so heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fighting style completely I mean, changed. I mean, Cass had a cape when she was Batgirl, so I think she can rock a cape. She, yeah. she knows what yeah. she's doing with a cape. Don't sure she has the leadership qualities. I associate with with Batman. She's alone with Batman. This is the, the family's kind of disbanded, and she's taken up like the almost all the families retired. But Cass is like, no, I'm not letting this go, and she she puts on the suit. It's 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 why uh, like Dick works. I can see Tim working. Uh, Damien works, and they've all got the you know that's, they they always go funny. as leaders to to their respective teams. They you know their that's... leadership material. Cass is excellent, but I never see her as a leader of a team. Yeah, I can't Fam- I can't picture it. Family vote, they all vote for Tim to take over for Batman. Because he's the one that should be. He is the one that should be, yeah. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool too. You just have an army and of Jason Batman will like come Batman in and be like, look, hey, it's clearly me. And they'll be like, piss off, Jason. Yeah, go. go. You and your stupid crowbar. <laughs> go Let's have a casino. Yeah. Oh, we'll oh, get there later, don't worry. J- J- Jason <laughs> J- Jason dies off uh, in a really ironic way. You know, he he falls off a cliff and lands three feet, three feet away from a trampoline, right? And then Guy Gardner replaces him as Red Hood. <laughs> so that so that someday he can also it's die. One these, equally it's, one of these, it's one of these stupid reimaginings though where he's called Red Hood because he drives a car with a red hood. Right, just around. <laughs> like, it's like night. Oh my god, Night Rider with Guy Gardner. <laughs> Shut up! I want this book now. All right, Booster Do- Booster Gold goes out in a blaze of glory, and he passes on his his uh, his tech Booster Gold to Kate Man. <laughs> no, Booster Gold has to pass it on to a different version of Booster Gold. No, come on, think about yes. it. Think about no, it. No, Kate Man. No, hell this, no. This is the perfect person to replace Booster. No, I'm not with you on that one. Sorry. Oh, come on. No, no. I don't know. Well, I want fucking Guy Knight Rider. I will read your Titanic. It's 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 <laughs> it's no two billion dollar movie, but I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> this one, this one, I'm taking a line. Yeah. All right. How, 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 how did we not see that iceberg? Speed Force. <laughs> Speed uh, Force, bro. <laughs> All right, next 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 question. Um, a couple more I want to do. Um, da, 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 da. where's where's that one? Uh, the talking Superman one that wasn't the the jokey one. All right, who are your favorite non superheroing support characters? So Matt can scream Lois Lane if he wants quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. It's obvious, isn't it? Lois, Jimmy, Alfred, Jim Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. sassy go. Alfred. That's my caffeine. Sassy Alfred. Yeah, sure. I love Tom King's sassy Alfred. Tom Taylor used him a little bit too. Uh, but but yeah, in that in that story that we all love from the annual. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Yep. Um, still, who's some recent favorites? I really liked uh, the the best friend in Sideways, Ernie. She was cool. Yeah, Ernie was cool. I liked her a lot. Uh, I'm trying to get away from love interests. In yeah, yeah, because that's the really obvious thing to do. Um, during John's run with. Barry, there was that that was it. John's run. There was a character that kind of raised him. It's kind of who they made Joe West on the on the TV show. Mm. Um, I forget his name. 
But he he was pretty cool. He was like this dad figure. He was a cop on on the the squad. A uh, friend of Barry's mom. Maybe that wasn't John's. Maybe that came in in New Fifty Two, and that was Bucciolato and Manipole. I think I may mean, say something that for a lot of the characters I can think of a love interest, but I can't necessarily think of much more yeah. of a supporting cast for some of them. Yeah, depends mm-hmm. who you go. Like, I mean, without you, you got you got Bullock, you got Montoya yeah. as a cop, you know pre question. Yeah, I mean, stuff. Batman and Superman have tons of them. Tons. Perry. Yeah. Um. Pick a character, and we'll see who how many we can get. Oh, I mean, uh, Steve uh, Trevor. Yeah, Etta. That was pretty good. Um, Etta. Like Andy. Yeah, she's good. Um, um, yeah. Um. Oh. Draw my pen. Um, Linda, that's a love interest. But then you had, you had all the people during John's Wally run that worked at the police station, all the different cops. Mm-hmm. Um, they were cool. Like saying, like Director Singh was, was up there. Honestly, I think it's something that's really missing from a lot of modern comic books is some mm-hmm. regular people, like well, supporting and, characters who are around for and, a lot of it. And we'll talk about that when we get to Naomi, because I feel like, mm. like Bendis, Bendis is killing that aspect of of. The side characters to Naomi that make Naomi so great because um, she has people to play off of. Non superpowered. I mean, kind of kind of run run that course, right? Like, uh, who was limited? Who's, yeah, um, who who was the um, Ollie's tech guy? Oh, uh, um... yeah. See, we can't remember his name though. Faith. Fife, there we go. I like Fife, Fife's pretty cool. Um, Cars not so think. sure. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was like the bad guy. No, no that no, wasn't. Fife. No, Fife was the. No. Yeah, Henry Fife. Yeah, he was a techie. Yeah, he was a techie. Yeah, maybe we need more of those these days. Maybe, maybe that's the, do. the big thing. We need that supporting character. Maybe that's that's the not Yeah. Uh, so I think we'll leave the questions there. We, got, we did, did get a few more, so thanks to everyone else who who put in questions. Yeah. But well, I, I I had one sent to me directly that I think Pete might help with. But oh god, let's talk cold. All right, okay, Matt uh, got we, one. You you throw in one final question, Matt. Go on. Yeah, yeah. But it was basically pick pick a, a villain to win a Royal Rumble, right? Any DC villain. <laughs> and I thought I thought, oh man, I really hate Shawn Michaels. So who's the Shawn Michaels of DC, right? Of the villains. Yeah. Someone and I had a little copy. bit of help. I, I, I talked, uh, I talked to Alden, who's the current. You know, he loves Shawn Michaels, regardless. And and we came up with with Thon, right? Because he's that one guy that could get under your skin. Oh yeah. And you're rooting for him to lose, but he doesn't, right? So that there, there's mine. That's top cold. Um, and, and on the opposite of that villain would be Captain Cold, who's the Bret Hart. Right, he's the everyman. He's the hard worker. He only gets no respect uh, from from the masses, despite all the hard work. So I feel that it would come down to those two, and Thon would would cheat to win. So so there we go. Connor's checked out. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, I I don't know what a, I know of the Royal, what a Royal Rumble is. Yeah. I don't know what the concept it, is. So it, it's it's the best event of the year. It's you know every two minutes. It's, it, so it starts with two guys in the ring. Every two minutes, a new person comes in for a battle royal. You, you lose by getting tossed over the ring. You got to go over the rope, pull feet, hit the ground. And even – it's the one event that non-wrestling fans can watch because you can do like a, a lottery where everybody picks a certain amount of numbers. And then so you're rooting for that number the whole time. Like you don't have to know about the, the character or the wrestler or whatever. 
So doesn't whoever's last just have like a big advantage? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But but actually, out of all the ones they've done, the number thirty competitors only won like four or five times. They, so... they, they always talk about how much of a big advantage it is. Yeah, it never yep. actually happens because they want a surprising no. winner. <laughs> well, that, that's because it, it's it's got the, uh, the the beauty of being scripted. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, there's that, and and usually the winner comes from about eighteen to twenty, so there's still enough to build, you know, from there. But yeah, it's it's quite fun. I always feel bad for the year Rey Mysterio came out at thirty and should have been cheered because it was his return. But they all wanted Daniel Bryan, and the dude got booed out the building. Mm. So. And yeah. every so often they'll do the special thing where someone comes in at number one and wins the whole thing. Yeah. They'll last the whole the time. Yeah. Stupid Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels redacted and someone else yeah. did it later. <laughs> redacted. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Crispin was named Matt. He's redacted. I know. I know. It's still. I love how you called him redacted, though. Um. Yeah. There was a, there was a really weird like meme on the internet for a long time where people would Photoshop out Benoit from like images and stuff and replace yeah. him with Lance Storm. And I don't know why they picked yeah. Lance Storm. I guess it was because another Canadian guy. But well, it's they they trained together. They kind of came up. Um. But he's also kind of the similar to Benoit, but without the charisma. Nothing against Lance Storm if he ever hears this, because from what I hear, great guy, zero charisma though. Um, <laughs> which is Benoit, where he had this magnetism to him, you know, which makes every, everything that happened that much more tragic. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Oh well. Um... <laughs> and that man was Lance Storm. <laughs> <laughs> He knows the exact name I'm talking about. <clears throat> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. He, he, he also drove... What was, what was the big mystery in WCW for a long time? It was who, who drove the, the, the Humvee, right? I, I don't remember. WCW, I was kind of out on... I never really watched after. either, Billy. There's just a couple yeah. of memes that kind of survive from that. that go. Do you know how weird it is as a new wrestling show going to be on TNT? TNT. It's so weird. Yep. And, and the joke is, those guys started doing the NWO stuff as a joke. And now they've kind of taken over the WCW market, you know? Mm. So, but yeah. This has been the Wrestling Minute with Matt and Pete. I know, I know. I, maybe I'll actually enjoy this new thing because I'm not interested yeah. in the current product from anything else right is, now. It was one of these things that just came up and it's going to be here in my hometown a week from today and tickets are ridiculous. Um, and it's in the first building I ever saw professional wrestling in too, which, which makes it that much weirder. You know, at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, so... Well then, that'll take us on to the books, and starting off, we have Batman Issue 71, Tom King rating with Mikel Yannin and Jorge Fornes on the art. So... Guess I'll stop checking my emails then. What? Why? After oh. all the, the wrestling. Oh. All right. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah okay yeah so um did it upset anyone else when like babs is calling all the bat family to come and see batman because it's like you know crisis mode and yeah. rick grayson's like yeah that's not who i am like don't remind me of this yeah but i feel like that's the point you know what i mean like it was meant to upset us yeah uh, well i don't know about that i think they were supposed to feel sad i don't think we were supposed to feel annoyed uh, see, I, I do. That might just be me imposing. We're not imposing. What, what's the talk of it? Like the projecting. Projecting. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Weird. yeah. So, um, yeah, that that sucked. But I love that that Babs has become the 
the go-to member now. She she now feels yeah. Now that Dick's gone, she feels like the elder kind of the yep. oldest kid. So yes, even though they're playing her as the teenage stuff in her own book, still. Well, teenage. She's well, like she's college. No, no, she is, but a lot of it feels like the teenage drama. Is what I mean. Oh. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. She, she was, she was volunteering at a uh, for for uh, a uh, local yeah. politician. Yeah, I know she, I know she was. There we go. And she had a Political. company. She had her own company yeah. that was successful. And, and I being, know it still often feels like a teenage drama. I don't, I don't agree with that at all, Connor. But to each their own. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I do like this because it fits in with the whole. You know, because she's older than Dick, right? Yeah. Is that still the, you know, so she was kind of, she wasn't exactly a sidekick like Robin, but she worked with Batman, I feel, you know. Um, but but no, I liked, here, here here's a shocker. I actually liked this issue. Oh. Like, I'm, I think I'm like, that is a back to like Batman. Did, did yeah. the, you didn't hate the last issue, did you? No, but I didn't yeah. like it. Like, it was fine. This one, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is interesting because, and I'm sure King will pull the rug out from under me. Um, but the way that this read where it feels like it's two, it's almost like it's two different realities. And like Batman's got like a, a schism going on, you know, like he's, he's living in both. Well, I mean, this, this is how I'd describe it. Basically what King's doing with this run is he's doing nightfall, but it's not physical. It's mental. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this issue is kind of the and, one. And, and not as good. And well, I've never read nightfall. So ar- arguably not as good. Um, but like this issue is, you know, he calls all the Bat family. He, he, he changes the red signal in the sky, and Bab's like, "Here's you know," because Gordon comes in complaining about, "Ah, that asshole, you know, we, we're not in good terms. You shouldn't be here." And Bab's like, "I'll red- dare him come to my building." Yeah, and she's like, "Red signal," and she's like, "Okay, right, take me rally the troops." And she calls everyone, and um, yeah. you know, like, and who who can show up shows up, and it became it almost like he's like, "No, we're going to storm into Ark, and we're going to do this," and everything's fine they go into arkham and it's like no it's running business is normal no one's escaped like you know the the, the nurse or whoever's just sitting standing there is like no what's what's, what's wrong <laughs> why, why are you here which, which, which makes me think the whole last issue what the hell was going on no it's, it's interesting because I, I think it's very clearly implied here at the end because uh we, we have these two stories going at the same time where bane came to the mansion with uh with uh-huh. you know thomas wayne and you know batman gets so upset that he knocks food out of alfred's hand and all that and at the end when they're like no alfred didn't see your father and you know it didn't sound like bane actually came to the house or if he did right. you know like like it seems like alfred's just concerned about bruce like he's acting you yeah. know crazy uh so yeah. it sounds like he's properly like he's went off the deep end here and he's not in his right mind and when they bring up catwoman like he yeah. he he dexed him <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean he had it coming though. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, let me help you, or let us help you. And oh yeah, that does that deserves a punch in the face. No, I know. I just I said it to be funny. Um, Do I have a question? Yeah. Why, why is Huntress here? Because Dick Grayson couldn't be. But seriously, I can't remember the last time I saw Huntress interact with any of the Bat family. It, it might be the. The the, right. the Dick Birds Grayson spiral stuff. Oh, no. A little bit of Birds of Prey, I suppose. Yeah. All the Birds of Prey. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah no, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, that count. You know, but that was very separate from. Uh, I mean, that the Bertinelli. Here's here's how I'm going to rationalize it: is the Bertinelli crime family. She she's come back and she's been in Gotham operating. 
you know, to sure. to keep that, you know, to keep that under wraps. Um, but I, I really just feel like they needed an extra member. They couldn't have Catwoman, right? She's often yeah. near Hamasa. Batwoman yeah. is busy. Because we see her. That, that's cause... the one that I thought too was like, why not swap Batwoman for Huntress? Because you could have easily had her. Well, no, I'm busy. Mm. You know. Yeah. And have Batwoman be there because it really is just a role where she's standing there. Is, Maybe is that Kate... supposed to be Luke Fox saying no? Yeah. Okay. Fox. I couldn't see enough of him to tell for sure. And there were no, no, you know, distinguishing features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That full page spread, though, where they're all jumping off the roof together looks really nice. Yeah. Well, I like my favorite page in the side book is the, the double page of them on the rooftop. And, and just the, 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 the gap between Batman and the rest of them. Yeah. Like that's that that's that's cinematic storytelling, right there. Yeah, I wish I wish I hadn't seen that like a hundred times on Twitter before I read it, but yeah, I didn't. So when I got to that page, it hit. Uh, is um, is anyone else finding the art swapping really jarring? No, because again, I feel like it's meant to create this schism of of almost two different realities that yeah is yeah. I get that come the end of the end of this, but just when I'm reading it, it felt. It never, it never bothered me. I because especially when you get to the kind of like the context of it, and it's like the stuff that the, the Batman's on his own, or he's with Bane, and he's in the mansion. All that stuff may not really be happening, or it's happening, but Bane's not actually there. And no, no, I get it. that's what I mean. It's it. There's context for it by the time you get to the end of the issue. But as I was reading through it, I I was really disliking the way it was. Just you know, the the double page spreads because you have a double page spread with it at the table into the double page spread on the roof and uh i found it like just really jarring and uh, it kept taking me out of it i uh i loved the scene where after you know bane's been at the mansion and alfred like's picking he's picking bruce up and bruce is all beat up he, he basically ends the, yep. the page with saying sir you've lost this time yep. for maybe the first time you've truly lost um because yep. you're broken right now um and I use that word. I choose that word carefully because yeah. he is. He's broken. That's kind of the point. That's what he says. Yeah, he's broken you. Says at the end. Yeah. That's the last. And oh man, I just this. This is what leads to Zernar, people. You want Zernar? That's how you get broken, Batman. Right? Since <laughs> so we're purple and yellow and and red, you know. Because it, so. it, 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 it makes me excited. It makes me excited that the, the, the comeback. Yeah. You know, where Bruce realizes what what is going on with yeah. him, where he comes is- self aware of this. Yeah, in, in the hero's journey cycle, this is the belly of the whale. This is where he's at his lowest. Yeah, and he can. Oh, there's only one place to go, and that's straight on up. And um, I have to imagine, like City of Bane, starting at seventy five, is going to be kind of the like maybe maybe he'll have his moment before the end of this arc. But yep. City of Bane is going to be the rise of like him kind yep. of becoming the bat again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I like how ethereal it all kind of feels because it all still feels like a dreamscape, but. It actually means something, unlike the other ones mm-hmm. uh, that we were forced to read, right? Over, over those four months, so you know. But but yeah, no, I really enjoyed this issue. No, this I like is, this issue as well. I, I mean, I've the t- first I, time in a long time. I've typically liked everything King's done with Batman and Bane. I just that that break for night uh, for nightmares was mm-hmm. was rough. Um, yep. And it's not that there was never a weaker issue before that. There was here no. or there, but. For the most part, I like what the overall run is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I like the coloring. I'll say that too. Oh, yeah. The coloring on those Janet pages, where it almost yeah. feels neon-y, like, where there's like a haze in the air. 
Yeah. I do like that. You know, the you can see the glow around the neon signs, and there's yeah. an actual glow. Like, like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. quite, it's it's quite nice. And also, that last page where it's like half like him of the family when he punches Tim, and then the the, 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 the shatter. Yeah, the shatter is very, it's very unbreakable, very split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which might even be an intentional reference <laughs> for for Light Arnold. glass. Yeah, get the last one in there. Light glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Split's the one that you can put to the most though, the idea that he's fractured kind of thing yeah uh, that makes mm-hmm. the most sense but no 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 uh, nah I like this issue of Batman um, mm-hmm. you know admittedly it was rough for a few months there and it's so it's not necessarily quite climbed up to being one of the most exciting things to read you know it wasn't the first thing I read no. this week there was a few other things that I wanted to get to first but I, it was solid I, I read it first to get it out of the way because I mean I only had three books so <laughs> I thought, all right, I'll read that first, and then I've got yeah. two things that I'm looking forward to after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's usually what I do. Like... In hindsight, maybe I should have sandwiched it in the middle, but yeah. Yeah. That's... yeah. So, uh, what what we give Batman? I'm giving it an eight. Connor? You got a five. I will also give it an eight. I think, I think an eight's a fair score mm-hmm. for this issue. Um, so that'll take us on to Superman issue 11, Brian Michael Bendis writing with Ivan Reese on the art and this is Superman and John getting into space to try and find Jor-El and see what all the chaos is and I want to give credit to, and I, I, I didn't actually get the, t- the tweet up to actually check who, who this was uh, but someone did tweet us after the last issue and asked us like yeah. hey what about Zod in that panel, is, is he working with Zar mm-hmm. and I looked at it and went eh, that does kind of look like him but it's kind of weird how it doesn't actually yeah. address it in any way and then this issue is like, no, here's, here's like, kind of, we don't get everything, but it's like, no, no, Zara is somehow talked Zod into working with him. We don't get all the details yet, but. Yeah, but I felt here is that Zod's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll work with this dude, but just enough until I can turn on him. You know, oh, maybe, yeah. because there ha- there's no way that the Zod that I know and understand will work with a guy that maybe had something to do with the destruction of Krypton. Yeah, he's maybe playing the long game because he because yeah. we, we get this like day flashback where he's like, "Hey, that's uh, go out." Oh. What? Zar? No, just Zar <laughs> sitting there eating. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's the most mustache twirly he's been, and I at first I was like, "Oh, this is terrible," and then I got to the end of that scene, I was like, "Oh, actually, it works because we're seeing like what an actual villain is compared to Zod. Like, as bad as Zod is, and he's trying to destroy Earth and mm. not, whatever, replace it with Krypton. But, like, Zar is like, no, I'm going to sit here and eat and get stronger, and you can't. And you gave me your best shot already, so work with me or die. Yeah, he's really gloaty, because he's like, yeah, I already won the fight, and you could try fighting me yeah. again, but there's no yellow sun here. Like, you're, you're, you're not going to be getting powerful. Which, I just want to know what the hell's up with Zar that he can maintain this type of stuff in the Phantom Zone. Mm. You know? Where Zod was was the master of the Phantom Zone, right? He had been there forever and and whatnot. Like but but they also have a mutual enemy in, in Jorel, he brings up. You know, this is Jorel's zone and and whatnot. So but I definitely think he's playing the long game. Yeah, I, I feel like Zod not necessarily a face turn, but he's gonna turn on no. Zar. Yeah. There, there's a mutual villain here. Yeah. No. So Superman and Jor-El there, and all at war. There's the various alien races oh. all attacking Jor-El, or they're just fighting, and Jor-El's in the middle of it. It's hard to tell. Yep. And Superman's like, "Oh well, I better show John how to 
how to you know deal with this without killing anyone and you know he swoops right. in there's some great big pages of chaos and I, flying and but i i love it. even more how he goes about the the three different alien races there mm-hmm. right you have the thanagarians the the kuns and the uh what are they called we finally get a name of what gandello is the trillium collective right and we've all seen them pop up in in supergirl and in and other stuff but I just like he goes up to the Thangarians and he's like, I said, please, like cease fire. It it it, it jolts him enough. The Thangarian guy, he's like, I I if I will, if they will, right? But he knows Superman knows that's not how you deal with the Cuns. So he goes to the Cuns and he's like, No, do this or be destroyed, and I, and I will because I'm Superman. You know, I just love seeing all all that. Is you just don't go in there and and start throwing punches, John. This is how you do it. Yeah, and the book ends in the same place as Supergirl did, uh, because basically yep. John and and Superman are, are kind of outnumbered, they're outgunned, uh, Joel's there as well, uh, Zars here, like, and don't get me wrong, I loved, because the, the big thing in the action in this book is that while mm-hmm. Superman's fighting Zar when Zar comes back, there's this great moment where John's left alone with Zod. For the first time ever, we mm-hmm. see John with Zod. And John looks scared, but then you turn the page and he punches the show as on the face, and it's really yeah, satisfying. And, and and Zod looks upset. Yeah. Like how? Because I at that point I was like, oh, they're just they're working it to where it's gonna turn out that Zod's not gonna hurt him. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, and then you turn that page and you see him punch him. You're like, uh oh. Yep. So yeah, uh, it, it's a great page look because even after that, he still feels intimidated. He still feels like John's in trouble because yeah. every time like Clark looks over and he can't get to him because Zod mm-hmm. grabs John at one point, um, yeah. but then he tries to fly away, but Rogel Zod grabs him. He can't get to him. Yeah. And chaos is happening, um, but it's basically at this moment we get the final page, which is the the mirror of the Supergirl book where Supergirl yeah. is riding up with the axe in the ground with Crypto. Yeah. So now the the whole family is together. To, to, to fight yep. as one so as you a, could say they're united yeah it's a neat little crossover uh coming mm-hmm. up here um so it should be fun yeah no i uh, you know yeah. so, art's, art's decent the, i guess I, I like ivan race but the more i see i think it's good but i feel like he hasn't been at his best with superman maybe it's the inking or sure or i think it's solid i, I think the, the art's yeah. good um but it definitely is maybe being outshone a little bit with uh, action yep. comics right now, mm-hmm. just to compare it. That might be it too. Um, but and even in story, I think action comics is the better book. But I yeah. think Superman's actually still been really solid. Um, yeah. And this, I think the stuff with John and Zod was probably my favorite stuff. And then I think the the cliffhanger with Supergirl had this book been first, added, but I, I liked it at the end of the Supergirl as well. So I, either way, the other yeah. one was going to negatively impact the other's cliffhanger because it's like the mm-hmm. same thing we already kind of had, just re- reversed. But it's nice yeah. they both ended that way so that next month we get the little crossover. And... Mm-hmm. I mean, my only problem with that is in Supergirl, you see her being greeted by John and, and Cal, right? Here, she's coming in full war. So... Yeah, I, I, I assume that just means that by the time she actually right. gets up top... right. I mean, just just a little bit of continuity, wonky, but yeah. not not too much. So. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. But, uh, yeah. No, it was, it was it was solid though. Uh, what are you giving Super Superman? I'm, I mean, it was seven point five. Um, I'm gonna give it eight. I like, yeah, yeah, I was I was into it. Uh, I, I I think the the teasing of John and Zod, and more specifically, I think Superman realizing that John's with Zod and not being able to get to him was a really yeah. kind of thrilling like yeah. moment. So. And, 
Well, it makes you think too that you think, oh, Zod, that this is another Kryptonian, but then you remember, oh no, John's not; he's half. Yeah. So how would that make Zod feel? You know, is this promise of like Krypton and Earth can be unified? Right. Like we can we can continue the dream of Krypton, or is he gonna be like, oh no, he's a filthy half breed? Yeah. You know, like I wonder. I wonder if we pull a trick at some point where Kryptonite only affects John half as much. Maybe. Maybe when he he researches from like maturity. You know, or mm. he, because he was. I always thought that it's like so. So Clark wasn't born under a yellow sun, right? He just gets power from there. But how would that affect John differently? Being that he was like, we're gonna we're gonna say that he was, because you know, uh, what was that Superman reborn? Went and retconned a bunch of the stuff that he was born in the fortress. And Batman and Wonder Woman they were attending to Lois. So if he's born under a yellow sun, does that make him a little bit more powerful? Or or what? So, I wouldn't have thought so, given that that Clark was not very old when he was under. There's not that much extra time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe more. Maybe the human DNA makes it, it dampens it a little bit more. Like Pete saying, it only that affects his half. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or or makes him stronger because that was that was why the thing in Super but, Sons, right? Is that John yeah. will actually be stronger ultimately because stronger. he's he's a mix of human and Kryptonian, right? Um. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, but uh, all right, there you go. That's, that's Superman. And I was just I was distracted there for a second because my phone's been vibrating because Tim's been sending messages to chat. Yeah, I, 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 I solved. Oh, yeah, yeah. About, yeah. Uh, he, he was a little confused about some um, political shenanigans in the UK. <laughs> really, that, oh, that Burger Lord. King may or may not be tweeting about. Yes, yes, cheekily. I yes. I will say that I love that people have been asking McDonald's not to sell milkshakes. Around a certain rally, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Which, as someone that loves milkshakes, would be very upset. I would be too. And this, but yeah. Because <laughs> who's to say I'm going to throw one at a? You know, I, do I look like I've ever thrown a milkshake? What a no. waste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, you you've consumed every milkshake you've ever held in your hand, Matt. <laughs> that, that's and, true. And I've more. never turned one down. And more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. I'm down six pounds, you a-holes. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I'm glad. We can't, we can't see that. Hey. No. Uh, but I, I've been healthier this week. I've been going for walks multiple days this week. <laughs> get, 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 get some, you. I know. I've been going to walks. Um, I've almost entirely cut out soda. I've been drinking water all week. Good. And most of the day. Oh, yeah. I've almost cut out almost all dairy, actually. So mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, I I found when it comes to dairy, if it's in liquid form, it messes me up worse. Mm-hmm. The older I get, the more lactose intolerance hits me hard. But stuff like cheese, I'm I'm okay with. So as long as I don't have to give up cheese, I'm okay. But I, I, like, I haven't had a glass of milk, and I can't tell you how long. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been doing good this past week or so. So I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. You gotta, I'm make proud of you. you gotta make those life decisions now. Don't 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 wait. I waited till I was 31 to start hitting the gym again. So. <laughs> Well, Isn't that much harder? Uh, uh, head start. I just turned thirty, so I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in go. there. I have yeah. no plans. Yeah. Uh, well, either Connor has to eat crow in a few years' time, and he realizes he has to do this as well, or he will die young, and we can just laugh at his grave. I mean, I'm I'm okay with either one, Matt. I don't know about you. I'll be honest. <laughs> kind of okay with dying younger as long as I get to eat what <laughs> I want. I w- I would I would oh, rather no, lose ten years and be miserable about not eating what I want. Yeah, don't get this twisted. I learned to like salads, right? You mm-hmm. just have to have enough dressing. 
you know? Uh, <laughs> so you don't like the salad, you like the sauce. <laughs> no, no, but still, like, it, within reason, you know? And then I also realized you can add meat to a salad. No one says it just has to be, you know? I, I love that Matt's like, I, I like some salad with my sauce. <laughs> with my dressing. Oh, no, it's never, it's never that bad. Like, <laughs> trust me. But, like, you know, but I still eat what I want. I just only eat it within certain hours. Like, you know? Uh, last night I, I might have eaten seven tacos for dinner, um, <laughs> and washed it down with with a with a, a custard concrete. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but, it's 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 just ah, oh, it's crazy because obviously it's 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 Ramadan right now. Yeah. So those guys at work obviously you can't eat or drink during while mm-hmm. the sun's up, yep. so they get up eat at like two in the morning before sunrise yep. so just, just to clarify here ramadan is basically a way to pre- be cosplaying a vampire for a month right that's basically kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> hey, so what's what's funny is the um the, the bosnian guy i used to work with who, who was muslim had no other muslim like traditions right only thing he would follow is ramadan and he would always use it as a weight loss thing mm. because he could eat when the sun was up, it meant like he wouldn't uh, be eating. All the, all, all the guys at work use it as a, a way to get extra, save money because uh, yeah. you, you're not allowed to buy like luxurious right. things for yourself. Obviously, you can buy food, or whatever, but you can't buy like you know just stuff because you want it. Yeah. So you end up with all this extra money at the end of the month that you didn't have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh. and then obviously you end up just blowing it all within a week after. But that. yeah. But uh, you know that's not the point. Yeah, but within two weeks of Ramadan being over, he would be back ordering food from Carl's Jr. You know, like yeah. Oh, so, so yeah. Well, but I anyway. feel bad for them because you know it's just I'm there wolfing away at my food, and he's yeah. just sat there like like just sitting like staring at his phone watching Netflix, that, so he's not seeing people. That, yeah. Does that does that taste good? When I when I wrestled, some of the lower weight guys would do this thing where like if they really wanted pizza but they couldn't have it because they were cutting weight, they would just chew it. And then spit it out. So they would like get the essence of it. And I always joked as a heavier weight, there's no way my body works that way. Because if I put pizza in, it's going all the way down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no spitting it out unless I'm choking. Like, uh, so, yeah, yeah no, nah, man. It's crazy. All right. Do you want to talk about Justice League? <laughs> not, not really, but we can. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Justice League issue 24. Scott Snyder writing Jorge Jimenez on the art. So what don't you like about Justice League? But <laughs> I just feel like there's no drama in any of this now. Is like, yeah, Snyder and company want us to believe that Batman's, you know, greater gooding this all. But we all know he's got a plan up his sleeve, and this is not where it's going to go. Like, Superman's going to get out of wherever he's at. Yeah, the, the, the ending... The five pages is fantastic. Yes, I love that, but I just... The pacing is completely off. Like, I feel this should have been the last issue. When I got to the end of it, of this art, and there's still more, I'm just like, all right. Joe, well. Joe, 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 is, is I, I really like the first, like, you know, like you say, five pages was Superman and John in the flashback, and then Superman's on his own in, like, space, and it's just kind of really sad. I, I actually kind of like the the fun kind of running away from the, the you know the, the jailers and Lois trying to get to the portal, just some sci-fi yeah. hijinks. Yeah, I really like all that. Although my big problem at the end of that though is when they all turn around and say, "Oh, we all know the heroes you can be now," or something like that. Like, they, they, and I'm like, "You've literally been in the presence of these versions of the villains for ten yep. minutes." That's but see, yeah. but what I like, <laughs> Darkseid notwithstanding, the ones that are there with him, I feel are the ones that could be a hero. 
Maybe just Cheetah and Sinestro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did, I did enjoy when they're all saying nice things to their counterparts. Yeah. Grodd I'm says, sorry, I still hate you. I still hate you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Grodd. Like, yeah. that made me laugh. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. The, the ending frustrated me because it just, it feels like another Snyder bullshit cliffhanger because in no yeah. way, shape, or form is this Batman actually betraying the Justice League and trying to actually no. achieve this future. In no way yeah. is it is that happening. No. You know, and and that's so sort of uh, stupid. I hate that outfit. There. <laughs> yeah, I hate the the whole idea of him calling him the sun box because like, what father and mother box are both taken, so we're gonna go sun. Why not just call it something else? <laughs> I, I don't know. I I'm not a fan of the Batman part of this issue. No, everything else I really like. And like, I he, like a lot. And Batman built Cerebro. Can we just acknowledge that for a second? Yeah, <laughs> like that's call it Mega something. Cerebro. The bat like. Called the Bat Chamber or something, but the Sunbox? That sounds like a room where you go to get flipping a suntan where Connor goes to die. It's a giant sauna. Yeah, right? Like. Yeah, yeah that does I sound terrible. I don't get Keep it, it away from but I just, I was reading this and I, I love this first five pages. I love the Jimenez art. Like, it's great. But once we started getting to the other stuff and we got to that end, it, it's just like. All right, so we got another issue to see how this turns out, and we get to the Justice Doom War. Like, I don't know, the free comic book day stuff just kind of, I don't know. Like, I always knew this is just a storyline. It's not going to be. Yeah. Well, but no. the drama's taken out. The page turningness of it is gone for me. I mean, I, I've felt that for a few issues because I felt like just the emotional yeah. weight of everything that we're going through and the, this this mm-hmm. six dimension stuff just felt just so like let's just throw these big ideas at the wall and just have them happen. And they're going through them so quickly that there's no emotional weight. At, at least most of this issue, I was kind of into just the fun of it, except the ending and just like them all having this this tender moment with the villains before they leave because. Because, like, hell, I would love to read a miniseries about this this team of villains yeah. who are actually heroes, you know? I and, well, and what I like, too, is that Snyder's kind of given us a multiverse back. Because now if mm. you have the the whole world forger in this, we can visit those Earths with the dark multiverse and, and you know, or worlds that have not yet turned corrupt. And the, the kamikaze get... uh, ending of the, the scene? Yeah. Uh, with Sinestro saying, let's be bad one last time. I was like, okay, yeah. that, was, that was a good line. That was a good moment. I feel yeah. like... Snyder's really good at thinking of these moments that are really cool in concept, but there's no actual emotional weight building up to it to actually make it feel like it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, and it also, within the grander thing, the other thing that I like is that maybe this version of Justice, I mean, I think it's Wonder Woman that says this isn't Justice. You know? Like, so so they're good and bad, because I can kind of see, you know, Lex's utopia of doom, right? Like the cynical world where everything knows exactly what it is. You know, versus this this justice where things are hiding, right? These are the this is the Taoism of it all. Like you can't have all dark or all light, right? There has to be a little bit of each and and both. And I like that thing, but I just the execution of it I feel is not not what I'm wanting in it. Right? Yeah. Is anybody else getting that? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I think I think I come out more more positive overall because I think. While I didn't enjoy the the Batman stuff, that's that's I think I really like like eighty percent of this issue. And then, you know the Batman stuff, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It's it's typical comic book cliffhanger bullshit. Um, it is. There's no getting around. But see, that. is that is that you just embracing Doom? Whereas me and Peter are like, no, it shouldn't do that. And you're just like, eh, it is what it is, right? Like, is is Connor? Did he find the doorknob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> touched some sort of knob. 
uh, very good. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> but okay, I got a question for you guys because you guys, you know, real quick, I'm gonna sidetrack. I was watching NXT UK. Yes. And and they started chanting someone was a helmet. Is that is that slang for a dickhead? Uh, like, that, that's an English thing. I can't tell you about this, but I would I would well, guess it. I would it guess is, it means yes, penis head. Okay. Yes. But Pete, they were up in Glasgow. 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 <laughs> Don't say Glasgow, <laughs> Matt. Right. Come on, Glasgow. Yeah. They're up in Glasgow, right? Um. So yeah, they they started calling someone a helmet. Maybe, maybe that's and the crowd got yeah, a hold. That, that that is your helmet. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to know because the two guys they were chanting it at are like the the worst. Like the the crowd holds <sighs> shoes up at him. I guess that's an, an insult too. You know, take your shoes off and, and, and show it to them. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that I don't know what that's about either. That... That's, uh, okay, so apparently, apparently that it just goes to Zach Gibson. Thing. Yeah. No, well, it, it happens everywhere that Zach Gibson goes. So it's okay. like maybe it's a personal insult to him okay, or whatever. Yeah. And they started chanting that the other guy, um, James, James Drake, is a helmet. So, yeah. So I didn't know. Thought I'd ask you guys real quick while we were, we're you know, Pete brought up knob, and I learned that one from from Stu when he, <sighs> he called Pete a knobhead one time. Yeah, I think it's weird how uh, a lot of Americans and Pete included actually does this says knobhead or dickhead. Like they they, yeah. they actually say that like, as, as two words. Yeah. Um, most yeah, people in England don't pronounce the H. It's so it's knobhead. Like so, it's just like knobhead. knobhead. Yeah, and just say it like that. And same oh, with dickhead. I love you guys' insults, so they're they're my favorite thing. I'm sorry that I pronounced words properly. Yeah, but it's it, that's fine with other words, but the insult loses character when you when you say it that. I don't way. speak sly. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen. It's not sly. It's just the natural way to say it. It's not the natural insult. way to say it. it... <laughs> it's the word dick. It's the word dick, and it's the word head. It's dickhead. I. This is a very English thing. I, I've never heard. Of, I, I don't think I've ever heard any Scottish people. I've never dickhead. heard the, the letter called Z until you guys. It's always just with Z, but you guys call it Z, yeah, which Z. is better. That's better. Yeah. 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 All right. Are we rating Justice League? Is that, is that what's happening? Uh, that's a good art. I like. The, I like the art. Uh, and yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah. Jimenez is good. Uh, I remember like the kamikaze thing, and then also the first like chunk with Superman and this and the darkness and stuff. That was that was really pretty. Yeah, that first section was fantastic. Yeah. Um. So what are you rating them at? A seven. Carter. Seven point five. Six point five. All right. Ooh. I really expected Matt to be lower based on the start of this conversation. No. Yeah. No, because I can't. I can't think anything with Jimenez art that low. I just can't like it. Okay. Doesn't work that way. Okay. Uh, so that will take us on to Aquaman issue 48. Kelly said the conic rating with Victor Bogdanovich on the art. And Aquaman goes to speak to a really, 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 shark. really big shark. shark. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> God damn you. Uh, uh, it's Mother Shark, but you know, as someone that hates the San Jose Sharks as much as I do, <laughs> I can't not think of that. Just oh, Rick! Now that damn right. song's in my head again. Do 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 that one. Yep. What song? Uh, I'm confused. Baby Shark. Oh, baby baby shark. shark. Okay. Do you not know what Baby Shark is? I think I heard it, but it's just. Yeah. It's a kid's song that is taken over YouTube it was because everywhere for like uh, three weeks. And 
we so uh one of our players fought one of the sharks players and just completely owned it with them and they played off the sharks player with baby shark which gun so it's fantastic but what i liked here is being being the type of biology nerd that i am uh bogdanovich i think you know used a greenland shark which they they found that greenland sharks can live up to be like 400 years old right so it's this really ancient looking shark that i feel like here we got um in the art but yeah Hmm. Connor's looking at Greenland shark. I am looking at Greenland shark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I can see it. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I hope Mother Shark becomes a character because I like this, this whole mythological take on Aquaman that Kelly Sue's using here. You know, a little worried going to see. So yeah, Bogdanovich is often very good, right? Yeah. But there was a concern in back of my head that is this going to be really different. Because it's been, you know, Roka's stuff has been really stylized for this mm-hmm. book. Yeah. And has been um, very, you know, unique uh, amongst the line right now. And I thought, oh, okay, Bogdanovich is kind of just, yeah, I, I know what I, I'm usually what I'm getting with Bogdanovich. And yeah. there are times where I felt that in this book uh, with the, the memories, but everything else is fantastic. To, to, to me, Bogdanovich is the perfect fill in. Like, you need to give an artist a break, but you don't need, like, like not that he's a house style. You know it's Bogdanovich from when you lay eyes on it, but it's there's not too much style that distracts from from things. Yeah. So you know, whereas whereas Roca had this really, you know, personalized style for for this art with the monsters and and the yeah. gods and and whatnot. Here, I felt like this is a perfect like we're going into this subspace with Mother Shark, so it can be a little bit. Not like Roka. Yeah, the, the best page of the book maybe him walking out of the water once because once he's dr- he's drank the the magic you know stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like he's in a, a lot of, like plane walking of existence. Walking into the water. Yeah, he's yeah, out of the water. Yeah, and his head's just sinking. sticking out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks good. Um, yeah, and then there's that big two page spread with the, the giant mama shark. <laughs> so. And and you know it, it begs the question of how real is this, right? Yeah. Well, it says he's dead. It yeah. says he died, and like yeah. he's. But instead of going to wherever he's supposed to go, he was taken yeah. here because the the old gods were were basically asking the, for help. Yeah, you know, the the old gods it. were praying for help. Yeah. Right. And he's the type that can that can do it, you know. So if we get Aquaman like like ocean god out of the end of this, I'll be so excited. Because that'll yeah. shut up everybody who's like, Aquaman useless. Like, no. You know, everyone calls Superman a god, but he's not. He's an alien with superpowers. Aquaman, legit god. Like, yeah. that'd be dope. And, it, you know, the shark gives him a lot of his memories. Not all of them, but he gives him some key nope. memories. And then it's Here's- like, hey, like, you could... Like, I can go show you more, but this process to, like, wipe your mind is not supposed to be undone. It, it could be dangerous. And he's like, no, show me more. I want, I want everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the, that, get... that page with the the, like, the the league is one of those where I felt, okay, this is Bogdanovich. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and again, that's not necessarily bad, but it stuck out in this book. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, me. Rook is back on at least, I mean, the last show was Celestia yeah. t- talked about today. Uh, he's back on that one at the yeah. very least. Yeah, so he's yeah. probably I, back I on the same. I this is just between arcs. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting at the end, you know, he's, he finds out about Mira. So, you know, this is your beloved, this is your, your, your loved one. Redheaded woman. And then also, uh, and your killer is the final page. So yeah, like so. Here's my here's my take on this. Is this just a setup? Is this one of those BS cliffhangers, right? That we're gonna find out that she's the killer because 
he basically said, no, I have to go do this. And she, you know, assisted in that from John Earth. Uh, yeah, is it an interpretation thing? Or is yeah. it is it kind of linking to... Remember how she, when she first showed up, she was supposed to, she was sent mm-hmm. to kill him. She was meant to assassinate him. Right. Like, is it linking up with that stuff? Uh, right. Or is it... Or, or, or is... Can we trust this shark? Is the shark actually yeah. giving him some this, right? I'll, I'll be honest. When we got to this uh, this final page, I felt very similar to how I did on the, the ending of Justice League. Mm. Yeah. I was just like, oh, right, okay. Well, see, I, I, I like that, though, because now he if he comes back, he's going to come back kind of as a blank slate. You know, like he he knows everything now, but like it's a little bit different. So, will he go in not trusting Mira? Yeah, know? I think like, what separates them a little bit for me is that Snyder seems to do these big wacky things all the time. At least with here, yep. like I'm enjoying kind of what the book's doing. It's doing it at a really nice pace where it's really letting all these things, mm-hmm. you know, no pun intended, sink in. And yep. I feel like this will this you know what I I'm assuming this will be a swerve and there'll be something more to this, but mm-hmm. it'll happen in in a reasonable amount of time where it'll affect how he thinks and what he does with the character. Like what what does Aquaman does he trust me or does he does he not? Does he doubt himself? You know, like I'm sure it'll actually play through the emotions that this this presents, even if the cliffhanger itself does feel like a bit like a comic book cliffhanger. Whereas with Justice League. I feel like we're going to have some bullshit fight at the start of next issue, and then by the end of the issue, we'll find out what Batman's game plan really was the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, this one is just the fact that there's there's branches of it versus Snyder's where we kind of know where it's going. There's kind of only one one road there. This there's there's multiple roads that we can go, so it doesn't it doesn't offend me nearly as much. Fair enough. So. I mean, it, maybe it just may have felt the same. I kind of turned and went, oh, it's just you know this. <laughs> We had all this talk, it was last week, with Flash Year One and what makes it a Year One. Looking yeah. at all these memories of Arthur, I want an Aquaman Year One now. <laughs> because him, I'm sure you'll get him, one. him learning all of the all the Atlantean stuff is cool, but like more or less, I just want to see him hang out with ocean animals. Like, like here. You want that, that panel the... that I picked last week of Barry running and smiling for the first time. You yeah. want Arthur doing that, communicating with all the, the whales and shit. Well, well, there's that, and like the, you got the images of him as as a, as a kid, right, with a floppy haircut, uh, looking like he's talking to a sea turtle, or with with the seals, like he's face to face with them, and like I want all that. I want that that youthful like kitty, like you know he's not jaded yet, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know his I'm supposed to be a king, and I have to go do this, you know. So you definitely uh, don't want the Momoa take. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the Momoa take, but that's mainly because I like Momoa's Aquaman, who has nothing in common with the comic book Aquaman yeah. besides the name. You know, I love the broiness there. Let, let's be real. That's Aquathor. That, that's what Aquathor. Momoa is. <laughs> that is, yeah, that, you know? that is exactly yeah. what he is. So, um, I, no, I mean, I like this issue quite a bit. I think um, I'm liking what Kelly Sue's doing in the book. I like that it's... Mm-hmm. I like how slow-paced it is. I actually kind of like that it's taking its time, kind of... Just building things up and letting the atmosphere of the of the, of the world that he's in and the, the art kind of let that let, let, let that mm-hmm. speak a lot of what the book is doing. Um, I like it. I mean, I know so some old school comic fans like hate how decompressed comic books can be now, um, but if it's done well, I'll have a good decompressed story. Give yeah, me, I get that with some. I don't feel like this is as decompressed because, I mean, that first arc was only five issues. Yeah, yeah, which is you know less than the standard, now, which is six, right? Yeah. Um. And 
I felt there was, there was actually a, a fair amount of progression in that that arc overall. Um, so uh, this is this is definitely not as decompressed as some things are. Oh sure. No. Uh, but I'm I'm really digging the mythology stuff going on mm-hmm. here. Me too. Uh, well, I also yeah. have this idea of Mother Shark, and she's the one that you know. Kind of cleans the ocean in that way of, of your memories. Yeah, because so we've got all these these gods of the different cultures. We've got well, um, the the salt and uh, and water, right? The salt uh, the and water, and yep. yep. And then the the shark here, which is it, it's it's kind of like their their passage to the underworld, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This their their river Sharon. sticks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sharon, the ferryman of the you know. Yeah. And, and and here Mother Shark's like, well, no, you were too important to, to take over to the other side. So yeah. this is here, you know, I, to, like yeah. getting to the gates of heaven and going, actually, mm-hmm. could you just um, go and do something else for us before you come down yeah. here? Yeah, which which worked perfectly well in, in Aaron's Thor. You know, no, no no spoilers for what I'm talking about, but, yeah, you know, it, it, it gave me a, a version of that here, and it, and it works just as well. Yeah. And this is the most, like... This makes me want to go back. Like I went back before the Captain Marvel movie and read the first two Captain Marvel stories by Kelly Sue, and I really enjoyed them. And now, so it makes me wonder what else that she's written that I can go back and read because I'm really loving this Aquaman stuff. Mm. So, and that's what you kind of want as a writer, right? Someone that you're not that familiar with that it makes you want to go back and see what else they've done. Yeah. Cool. What are you giving Aquaman, Matt? I'm giving an 8.5. Ooh. Uh, I give it an eight, knocking off half a point for the ending. Jeez, oh, uh, I'm giving it an eight as well. Although I don't have the, the same problems as Connor does with anything. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, so that'll take us on to the final new book of the week. I mean, I think I forgot to mention at the start, but Connor does have a Patreon uh, book to do. Yes. After this. Oh, I do. Uh, don't I? Yeah. Red Hood's coming to town. Um, so this book that we're going to talk about though is Naomi issue five. Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker writing with Jamal Campbell on the art, and this issue certainly revealed a lot about Naomi. <laughs> a whole lot. If you remember last issue, she ended after getting told about her parents' backstory. She got handed this 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 box, which had what looked like kind of a black or white lantern symbol combination yeah. on it um she goes to her best friend and then she kind of reiterates what just happened after the, that moment with her parents so it's kind of told I, in hindsight yeah i got a little worried when it jumped straight to there i was like oh no what's happened yeah yeah right are, are we going to go back and no i mean then just you know feel that, that was the the, the purpose yeah, is yeah, it yeah. kind of knock you off balance a little it, bit? It, and... it was basically just so that someone could react to it all. You know, someone yeah. else, you know, her, her best friend reacts to everything. So yeah. she shows up and she's like, hey, look what I can do. And she like forms a suit around her and she like floats in the air and she's got all this light going around her. And it's like this box kind of like basically just kind of just dissolved into her body and then like it's unlocked all this powers and stuff. And we get this story. Basically, there's a recording there as well from her mother, her real mother. Yeah. Uh which explains you know where she came from it's not a different planet it's a different earth and yeah. basically we find out that along with the ozone layer other mystical layers that we didn't understand broke down around the planet and they had what they because called of a, what though they called it a crisis <laughs> yeah. the crisis and because of that it basically a, a bunch of people became metahumans uh, as a result 29 29 of them and 
basically they were hunted so some wanted to be evil and rule it was basically an x-men situation where some of them wanted to like yeah. rule the world and some didn't so it became this kind of war and ultimately they couldn't conceive but eventually naomi's parents did manage to conceive and the existence of naomi was a threat to this bad guy was it was a zamongo or something like Zamato. Yeah. there you go uh yeah. so he wanted to try and kill her so that's why they, they tried to rush her off to a different earth somewhere that he would never find her and that's why she's here uh and the the, the, the box unlocks her powers and she you know she she is who she is now yeah. um but yeah she's just I, I lo- yeah i love the confusion of annabelle her friend she's like so wait d is your dad well no but my dad he's an alien but so is my dad wait which dad your real dad or your the dad who raised you yes you know like there's this whole whole yeah. thing uh and it's just it's it's kind of what i feel connor hates about bendis but i love oh, sure it's it's the banter back and forth i love it and oh, it really you're right that yeah. is what i hate it, I, I love that full page that two-page spread yeah. of uh like their crisis happening where, where stuff's yep. falling out the sky is a really nice page uh, really i love is. it submittedly but uh that's really good. There's a lot of two-page spreads actually, as we're, as they're explaining all this backstory, uh, and mm-hmm. Campbell's just going nuts with his art. Uh, really, really, really good. Um, and you know, she gets these powers, but the big cliffhanger at the end is that by using this box, it's basically revealed where she is in the multiverse, and yep. this bad guy shows up at the end. The final page is like, "Oh, now I know where who you are and where you are, uh, and just in time." So he shows up at the end. He's a big bulky dude. Yep. He, so he was on death row and getting ready to be executed. When he got powers. When, yeah. when the crisis happened, when he got powered. And then he used that as justification. And I, I almost felt like it's this cult around him. And those are the people that were pursuing. You know, so I didn't think about it being very X-Men until Pete had said that. But there's a very X-Men quality or, or Rising Stars. I don't know if you ever read that. It's been a while. Where no. this, So Rising Stars was the J. Michael Straczynski book from the late nineties where a meteor had went over earth and uh, basically people being born at that moment were gifted superpowers. And like the one that was the most powerful was conceived at the exact moment. Uh, his name was poet. And he was like this super emo. I forget what his powers were, but, and basically that them, them being born with these powers changes the direction of earth and whatnot. And here it's very much of that where these 29 people were given powers and it completely causes chaos and you have some of them leave, some of them stay. The ones that stay end up rising to meet Zimbardo. And, like, I want to see this world now. Like, you know, I, I was worried that he was just going to make it Gem World, right? Like, mm. oh, a crisis because he's writing that in Young Justice. And then when we got to all this backstory, I was like, oh, no, this is its own thing. So I want to see – I hope I hope maybe that's what the next volumes of Naomi goes to. Or the next seasons. I, I expect you know? to see more of it. I I, I think yeah. what I like about this book is how it's genuinely been this new and interesting thing where we didn't mm-hmm. know where it was going. We, we, we guessed some weird things, right. but not, nothing really panned out. It was yeah. just, no, yeah. it's different Earth, different, different, you know. It's, it's, yeah. Well, uh, and, and, and we, we felt like, oh, it's Rand and Thanagar. He's using, you know, these DC things. But really, the you know, D and her dad being there, had no impact of her showing up on that football field still. Oh yeah, no, like it, that was you almost know? like a, an intentional kind of like red herring for us as, as fans yeah. trying to figure out what was going on. But at the same time, it works because like the reason why they were drawn to that that portal opening is because of their tech and because they're alien. Right. Yeah. Right. 
you know, but she still, her mother still would have came through that because she was, you know, seeking refuge on earth with her daughter, you know? And, and again, it's almost Superman in that way. It's, you know, the Moses story. Yeah. So, oh man, it's really good. I wish Connor would read this. <laughs> it, it is the most indie book feeling book. I feel that DC's putting out right now because yeah. I was getting vibes from, from birthright, you know, not necessarily she's this chosen one, but like, you know, she's this this person out of her element right now and figuring things out. Yeah. That's that's cool, but I'm reading a lot of indie books by people I do like. So yeah. I'm good. Well, yeah. Yeah, but they don't have Rana Thanagar in them, Connor. Yeah. And this this yeah. I think will connect to the greater DCU at some point. I it think will. Yeah. Bendis is building her up and it's going yeah. somewhere. Well, and again, I don't feel like there's this chosen one, but I do feel like she's been influenced by Superman, right? Like yep. There's this girl that, that felt, you know, a kinship with him and their stories, not that they're that similar, but there's a similarity to them. I'd almost be willing to bet you that know? at some point she's going to show up and save Superman when he's in, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. What if Zumato, you know, Zumundo, whatever his name was, um, you know, what if he's that big of a threat that he can have gone Superman, mm. you know, and it's going to be Naomi that, that helps out. Like, I'm loving this character and I've seen a lot of people just be... They're they're not gonna be happy. Not like not in the Connor way, but people are <laughs> upset over Bendis putting his quote daughter into books, like with Ironheart and Ruby Williams and now Naomi. But I don't feel that at all. You know, like I feel like Naomi's this character now that stands off on her own, even more so than than Ruby Williams did. I mean, right? like new characters are based on people all the time. Like Star Girl's based yeah. on Jeff John's sister. Like who gives a shit where, right. where the inspiration yeah. comes well, from? I, I, I feel like these people have an issue with Bendis because they're people of color that are being created. Yeah, I know? get that feeling too, that there's some racism going on here, yes. Yeah. Sneaking feeling. And that's why they have that's why they have issues with it. But like I can kinda of see what they're talking about him creating these new characters, but new characters happen all the time, guys. Like, let's enjoy them. If you don't like Ironheart for whatever reason, you know, that the way that she was wedged in there, because that was my main problem with her. It like was her plunking. entire origin was super clunky versus here with Naomi, I feel like, oh no, this is firing on all cylinders. You know? Like, you this mean, is... it's almost like just doing something separate and building it from the ground up is more yeah. natural than going, oh, hey, here's a new Iron Man. Yeah. Well, but he could have done that even even with, like, look how he did Miles. I, Miles wasn't, wasn't clunky at all no no, no but obviously that was so, you know after that universe yeah. is pete was was dead right or you know there was yeah. no crossover or whatever but you know that that's right. the point and it, it you know the the stuff with with um with Ironheart always felt like mm -hmm. oh hey that stuff in thor was successful let's just do that yeah um yeah it, it kind of it felt just, like that so so i get you can you can judge him based off that stuff but don't don't wrap him in the same you know cloth no i, I, just, I and, still and, like his right so no and that's fine yeah that's what i mean the people that have issues with him aren't your, you know, aren't the stylistic reasons why you don't like Bendis. They're not liking him because of who he's creating as these new characters. So, and as far as I'm concerned, they can they can shove it. Don't read it then. It's not that hard. You know, I'm enjoying this. You know, so. No, that was great. No, no, I mean, yeah. um, has been one of the most exciting books I think for those for the last few months. Yeah. So, um, huh? and then the art, of course, is fantastic. Campbell's killing it yeah um, i saved this book for last now this is which, which is tough sometimes because like when you see the cover and it's like naomi's origin i wanted to read it first thing on wednesday mm -hmm. but i was like nope i'm gonna build up to it this is gonna be dessert you know 
I'm gonna get through Justice League. So that I read this first. Yeah. But yeah, it's so good. I'm I'm loving what's going on here. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, it's got this great sense of wonder, and she's really excited to have power. Mm-hmm. She's excited to be who she is, and maybe have purpose. But now we have this villain as well. So, um, yeah. really good. So, uh, what are you giving it? Oh, it's a nine. Yep. I don't think Matt's given any of these issues less than a nine. No, I gave the last one a ten. That's right. I remember that. Um, I I am going to give this one. Eight point five. So, uh, there you go. As as Naomi, yeah. uh, which does take us on to Connor's Patreon <laughs> pick, and I should explain what this is. So yeah, on, on our Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash TV, uh, one of the higher tiers is that you can make myself or Connor read a book of your choosing once per month, and the selection picked in this case and has been for a long time now is Red Hood and the Outlaws, or of course was retitled to Red Hood outlaw so carl will tell you what issue he's on and who who's behind it yeah that's because you forgot to check beforehand didn't you shambles uh it's issue 32 <laughs> i've just made a choice not to bother you can just tell us what it is uh, no, no sure yeah obviously, obviously it's he who must not be named on on the words yep, and okay. uh the art is steven segovia so hmm. different artist new arc still a good artist you know, Segovia's solid. Yeah. Never, never mad at Segovia. Yeah. Um, I despise this from the first page. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you the first four caption boxes here. Just oh, uh, wow. you know, full page. This looks like about to reading a Lobdell book in just, uh, just, uh, just caption boxes. Just the first like few. This is the, this you. is this is less than like half a page. I just want to point that out. This is over a big, um, you know, overlooking Gotham. Despite everything you read on the web or watch on cable news, Gotham City is not the scariest, most dangerous city in the world. It isn't a concrete hell. Okay, it is. Like, ugh, already I'm just like, ugh, I hate this. Why? Why bother? Um, Basically, the premise is uh, old Jason has taken over the, the iceberg lounge. Way to take something that I like and run into the ground, Liddell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we basically, you know, have someone interviewing him, going, "Oh, hey, you know, you know, we, you know, Jason Todd, not one of the names you often hear about when you talk about Gotham City." Oh, I wish. Um, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, him going, "Oh, why did I do it?" Yeah, just, uh, you know, there was an opportunity, and uh, and naturally, I asked myself, "What would Bruce Wayne do?" And uh, you know, you cut not to bad. Alfred in shock. He's he's so shocked he actually cuts himself. Uh, you know, he's he's doing so with a knife already. He doesn't go and get it. Um, and his hand slips. Um, he has intentionally cut himself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to make that clear because it sounded really bad when I said it. it. It's not that bad, you know, but the shock of it. Um, and then we spent about half the issue of him introducing all the new supporting cast, who I'm not going to go through because there's like 12 of them. Um, you know, you got you know, the... Uh, few people from earlier in the run i believe uh you know a couple others you know and going oh these you know this is security this is the accountant this is the one running the tables um this is the the waitress like you know genuinely that's how you know we just got everyone okay this is my iceberg lounge staff right okay okay 
And then the uh, the final one we get is uh, is Bunker. He's still here. He's hanging around. He's dressed in a purple shirt in a grey suit with purple sunglasses on because of course yeah. he is because he's Power it. Rangers. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it's um, a bunch of Falcones going. Hey, you're cheating. You know this is bullshit. Jason comes over and is like, "All right, yeah, well, sorry, we'll take you up to our exclusive igloo suite." And uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, do you want to take take him there, Bunker?" And uh, he takes him there, and it, it, it's pretty clear what it is. It's a it's a room made out of his bricks, and mm-hmm. they step inside it, and it just closes around them, and they float back to shore. And this is where I don't remember Bunker being this cold. Um, Jason's like, oh, "Will that stay airtight all the way to the docks?" And he's like, "Probably, maybe." Eh. I'm like. Okay, I don't remember him being like that. I mean, it's been a while, don't be wrong, but yeah, I, I remember him being quite hopeful. Maybe, I don't know, it was Lobby Elf's character, he can ruin him if he wants to. He can do whatever he wants with them, and he will. Yeah, we get a, a flashback to the end of the last arc, um, or just before the end of the last arc. Uh, it, actually, it's, it's the prison they were in. Um, Bunkers destroyed it. Uh, te- you know, he's like, oh, you know, I'll tear it down, and instead of just you know destroying it like to rubble, he accidentally created a sinkhole, and it's gone. Like the whole thing is gone. Uh, and Jason's like, hey, you know, yeah, 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 come with me, be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Batman shows up, of course, and uh, it has a horrible thing where. You know, it's uh, his big security woman was like, hey, I got this. Because you can just hear her coming. He, he, she hears Batman at the, the window, doesn't know who it is. So oh, I, I've got this. And he's like, oh, she doesn't. And then, it, you know, full page spread of Batman knocking her out. And, it, you, know, it's, uh, you know, it's not her fault. And it, it, the caption says, right. it's not her fault. He is the Batman. He is Batman after all. But Batman is the, the logo. Like, you know, like you get on the front of the comic, Batman. With the mm. big yellow, right? Yeah, it's that just in the caption box. It's like he is Batman after all. I'm like, what are you doing? No one ever does this. You can see he is Batman after all without putting the logo in the middle of the caption. He's the goddamn Batman. I just preferred that. Yeah, right. Like, uh, yeah. Um, but Bruce is like, ah, what the hell are you doing? And he, he threatens to take, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you're making a. a Goes, oh, you decided to come back. Big mistake. Huge. It's the like, biggest, the biggest mistake. Biggest I've ever seen. Goes, oh, big mistake. Huge. And Jason's like, you're not deliberately quoting Pretty Woman, are you? I'm like, what, what? What is this? Why is Batman sounding like an idiot all of a sudden? Because uh, that's J- what comics in 2019 need is a Pretty Woman reference. I know, I know. And Jason oh, puts his hands like, all right, all good points. Go on, take me in. And Batman just glares at him. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It was it was Red Hood who shot Oswald Cobblepot in the face, not me." I'm sure you can come up with a perfectly good explanation why you're dragging one of your foster kids to the police and charging with murder. But if you do, I'll talk to Vicky Vale, and uh, you know, all things will be even. So yeah, he just so, threatened to out Bruce. So we're getting full on extortion, Red Hood. So he is an outlaw, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he just threatened. He just threatens to, to to out him, and, if, that, if, if and that's so where uh, Bruce would throw him into Arkham, and lock the door, and then fill it with water, and be done with it. 
Jason even says that. He's like, hi, hey, see if you can convince them to send me to Arkham before, before you know, to disregard any of this. Wouldn't, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't it be a riot if I wound up in Joker's old cell? Ugh. Uh, and then as Batman jumps out the window, he's just all, stop by any time, Dad. This is terrible. This is terrible. But yeah, no, uh, and then the final page is he's got Cobblepot locked up in a extremely soundproof room. It's like one-way glass. Cobblepot can see out, but he can't hear anything. Um, yeah. Uh, to be continued to the surprise of no one. That is genuinely the to be continued caption. I feel he's poking at us now. He knows. Yeah. One other thing I, I want to mention that I really hated because I just remembered when he was going through all the you know, the, the team members and uh, you know, the new supporting cast. Most of them, I'm going to bother mention, don't care. But it gets to finally, there's my wingman. Literally, he's wingman. Long story, I'm guessing. I haven't asked. <laughs> Like, it's actually kind of funny though. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna explain. It's, <laughs> no, because... it's it's funny in the in the cringe way. You know, like how Michael Scott's funny, right? In the office, it's that type of funny. Sure. Matt late to Odell joke. Matt late to Odell joke. Ding 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 ding. Guessing I haven't asked. Yeah. Well, maybe you should either give us the damn backstory or shut up. Yeah. This is like a really awkward, obtuse way of trying to say, ooh, isn't this mysterious? No, no one gives a shit. Hey guys, if you guys are reading this and enjoying it, I want to know, please, if you're listening. Is it, is it maybe a mystery, though? Is it just meant to be a joke that it I doesn't care? It doesn't care I, what the backstory is. I, I genuinely... I, I think it's supposed to be telling us that Jason doesn't care, but it's supposed to be a mystery for us because we're still going, hey, who's this wingman fella? Do we, though? Do you, do you care? Do you, do you think about it? Suppo- supposed to supposed to not saying we are intentional um and and that's how i can rate this because it fails at what it intends to do therefore it is a three out of ten <laughs> to go to go bizarre it's fine still, still, still too high oh well okay i guess that wraps up uh yeah. the books and we can talk about our favorites so every week we pick our favorite panel slash moment favorite cover favorite art and top five books so Matt, what is your favorite panel slash moment from this week's books? It, it's the double page spread from Batman when they're on the, the rooftop. Mm. I just, I love it so much. I want to give it to something from Naomi because there's a lot of good in there with the double page and and the art's fantastic. But I got to that page in Batman and I was like, oh man, this is great. I think I have to give it to Batman as well, but I have to give it to uh, Alfred saying that he's lost that page. Yeah, because I just that, that's where it kind of hit me, like really, mm-hmm. w- w- what was happening here, more than anything else. Uh, Connor, what's your panel slash moment? Uh, mine's from Aquaman. It's the the image of the all the bodies going down into the shark's mouth. Uh, you know, yeah, you know yeah, in the, in the light. Oh, oh, that that's makes sense. Yeah, uh, that that going into the underworld panel. I love that. All right, uh, best cover of the week. I need to see some variants here, actually. Yeah, I'm lucky. God damn it, DC, put the variants back in. I know. I'm not seeing the variants properly. I can't remember them. This is this is terrible. It's terrible. I have to cover up Matt's face in my end so I can see. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no one's missing anything. <laughs> there was a middle okay. finger there for the audio listeners. Yeah. Okay, I got mine. Yeah. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking. I mean, Naomi's a good contender, for sure. 
Uh, oh, that Superman variant looks interesting. That's pretty good. Um, I'm not a big fan of it, you know. It's all right. I just uh. Yeah, the Superman one I like in the thumbnail, but when I look at it up close, I'm yeah. not a fan. It's a little bit too busy for my liking. And it's I, not I, bad, but I'm not. A yeah, fan. Aquaman variant's pretty good too. Uh, I'll probably go with the regular Naomi cover though. Campbell's Naomi cover, I think's my. Hey, me too. That's mine too. That one. There you go. So, I'm I'm going with the Justice League variant. Mm -hmm. I think that's really nice. Is that the Andrews? Uh, no, uh, no. Apena. that's right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, best start of the week, Matt. Oh, it's it's Naomi. It, it's yeah. Connor? Campbell. Justice League. Naomi for me. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, easy. All right, Matt. Top five books of the week. Oh, this is easy. This is uh one Naomi, two Aquaman, three Batman, four Superman, five Justice League, with a bullet. Connor. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Aquaman and then Justice League, isn't it? And then Batman. <laughs> yeah, you read Batman. Yeah, that's, that's... he's dummy. Stop. <laughs> um, he to Infinity Dummy. I'm. Uh, I'll have Naomi at number one as well. Um, I will then put. Um. Batman number two. Then Superman. <laughs> then Aquaman. <laughs> And then Justice League is last place. Because, obviously. <laughs> I thought it was terrible, though. Like, I mean, I, I, didn't, I had a pretty solid week, all things considered, actually. But, uh, you know. Um, and then, obviously, we, we ask people on Twitter every week. We pay attention to at DC Comics Podcast on the Twitters. Because we ask you every week and we get some answers for you guys what your favourite books are. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, at Ben Kaiser Music, Batman 71, King's esoteric take on the Dark Knight is approaching its last quarter and the stakes and tension are reaching a crescendo. Both artists are capturing the right tone and I'm excited to see the last onslaught before Batman turns the tables on Bane and Flashpoint Batman. There you, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, at Tim's Corner Comics, uh, Teen Titans is my favourite book of this week. Short and sweet, but I thought I'd mention that cool. so, so, someone's enjoying Teen Titans. Good to know. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, at McComb Factor. Um, or sorry, at Comb Factor. His name is the McComb Factor, but the, the handle right. is just at Comb Factor. Uh, gosh, I loved all the books I read this week, but I think Aquaman takes the cake. I love the walk down memory lane of the character story since the start of the New 52. Uh, and then another familiar book here, uh, at Ron Freelich. Batman 721 was another winner, but I do suspect we're still in nightmares, though the arc was supposedly over. I think the I backstage think so. shenanigans at play here. Curious to see when Bruce really wakes up from this. Teen Titans also got uh, an honorable mention. You guys should be reading Teen Titans. That's two Teen Titans votes. I don't know. Don't tell me what to do. People, people say like Teen that's, Titans. That, that's a sure way of to ensure that I won't do it yeah yeah what's weird is i do know a few people who are reading teen titans who really didn't like the last bit it, i think it just had a crossover with deathstroke mm -hmm. and and thought it was uh gotten worse so i don't know that's weird hey big messaging yeah people like uh, what they like i mean got some other as well for uh naomi batman and aquaman so those tended to be the favorites interesting no no justice league at all this week uh and oh. the picks oh yeah so yeah, um, but yeah, so that that uh, basically brings an end to the show for most most part. I'll tell you what's yeah. coming next week. 
uh, once I load it up. Because and see how many things have been pushed to week five that we didn't know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that may have happened. Every time, I swear, something slips, doesn't it? That, that we never know about till the, the week before. So, coming up next week, uh, why the hell is Doomsday Clock 11 still on that list when 10's not even out until the following week? Yeah. I'll, I'll just take that away. <laughs> uh, so, coming up next week, we have Detective Comics 1004, Action Comics 1011, Wonder Woman 71, The Flash 71, Batgirl 35, Just Sleep Dark issue 11, The Terrifics issue 16, The Silencer issue 17. Uh, is Batman Damned issue 3 out next week? No. no. Okay, well, I can go. All right, easy. Uh, Dial H for Hero, issue 3, Freedom Fighters, issue 6, and Martian Manhunter, issue 5. Those last couple are subject to change for us, but... No, no, they're on there. No, 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 they're, they're, they're out. Is it... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're saying? I'll be reviewing Freedom Fighters for sure. Oh, sure. No, I just, I just meant in the sense that, depending on if we read them or not, not that they're out or not. Oh, okay, they are out. You. They're definitely out. Um, also, I did not know they were doing an absolute black mirror. Absolute Black Mirror. Also, and, and, yeah. if you if you were a fan of my Justice League team from the beginning of the show, <laughs> who's, um, who's got a truck backing up us? Yeah, <laughs> that the, the garbage is here. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> garbage has been picking up on my street. Um, but no, if you if you loved my idea of of, of that uh, Justice League, uh, Judd Winnick's Outsiders is being re released this week. Ooh. The first trade. Um, highly recommend it. It's it's really good. At least I remember it being really good. It might not stand up by today's standards, but you know, yeah. mid two thousands comics at its best for me. It's funny. Um, I'm just I'm looking ahead to week five here, and we actually do have enough that I don't think we need questions. I mean, even though it's a week five, just because the stuff that's out is so mm-hmm. big. Um, but you know, yeah, we will have more question time uh, uh, in the quieter weeks next month. Uh, so if anyone wants to try and somehow give us the question, who would be on your Justice League again with new rules to make it more complicated? Feel free to give it a try. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, I'm gonna tweet mine out when I'm when I'm done with this. You do tweet yours out. You do that. Um, but that is uh, that is the show. Uh, so I, like I said, at DC Comics Podcast on Twitter. Uh, if you would like to like to follow us and get updates and random DC news and and whatever else, but mostly get get questions and your your favorites of the week uh when when those pop up uh you can do that there uh you can of course support us on patreon at patreon.com slash tv uh, we can support us for as little as one dollar per month and you get some bonuses and extras at the five dollar tier there's a bonus episode of comments from the multiverse every month with me and connor uh, we do a trade or a graphic novel uh the last one we did but just been up over a week ago was uh teen titans earth one volume one it was not <laughs> a pleasurable experience so you can go check out that if you're a patron um and other, other than that you know check out the other stuff we do um you can check check out i mean obviously elsewhere in the multiverse is the companion comic show with other publishers yep. that me and connor do uh there's also television for the multiverse which is a dc tv show podcast we just did some finales in this week's episode so that may be worth checking out uh for something else that's random do you like horror movies we have a horror movie podcast called screams after midnight that i do with tim check that out tim the madman yeah, I might as well tell people about random other things. They may be interested. Not everyone will be, but yeah, they like horror movies. You want to hear me talk about horror movies? There's a whole show for that. So, uh, oh, that, that was... <laughs> well, you that, neither of you are on this, that show. It had to, it had to be me. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, it was the way you phrased. You want to hear me talk about horror movies? I, I mean, did, I show up occasionally. I did not. I did not put that spin on it. When was the last time you showed up, Matt? It's been a while. It's been a while, but I've, I've been on before. It's happened. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll have to get Matt on for uh, Annabelle okay. 3. I'll be there for... Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I love that one. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, what about the Castle of Yorona? Matt's seen that one. When are you doing that? Yeah, but it has, I, I, I can. But it, it has home video. Oh, you're uh, slacking. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, all, uh, the people really wanted to hear in-depth conversation about that. That said, movie. even Timmy didn't want to go see that. And yeah. That's how you know the quality. The, they'll get it when it's out on home video. When it's on VOD, uh, we'll, we'll do it. It'll happen. But until then, people shall have to endure. Um, anywho... Uh, so yeah, check out stuff. Uh, but that has been us. That has been College of the Multiverse, episode 155. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.